your mouth. You, you had, had to be a big shot, didn't you? All your friends were so knocked out. You had to have the last word last night. You had to have everything's about. You had to have a white hot spotlight. You had to be a big shot last night. Typically not the first song that comes to mind when you think of Billy Joel. No, but I always liked... <laughs> I love Billy Joel. I love him. Yeah. To, mate, early like 70s Billy Joel. He is the quintessential New York American you, yep. fit, like, like poster boy. Really. I'll tell you, The Stranger, which was in the late 70s, his mm. album is a fucking classic. Innocent Man is a classic. Yep. Um, 52nd Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where else do you want to go? You know what my favourite lyric is that Billy Joel ever had was him moving out, where he goes, working too hard can give you a heart attack, you ought to know by now. Who needs a hout in hacky sack? Is that what you get for your money? And it seems such a waste of time. If that's what it's all about. Mama, if that's moving up, then I'm moving out. Moving out. I'm moving out. That's a great song. You know what? We are moving out, Jason Relaxation, who joins me on this bullshit podcast. We may be moving into our dad's garage in a new studio. God, I wouldn't want to move into Dad's garage. He's got so much fucking, he's got fucking shit. shit everywhere. He'll say that he's not a hoarder. Oh, he is. But fuck me, he's a big he's, hoarder. He's a very organised hoarder. Absolutely. I, mm. I can't I can't stand it. Let me introduce mm. you to this bullshit podcast. This is Invert the Why. Episode Stardate Log, Captain's Logs 12.1.5.9. And the USS Invert the Why is orbiting another planet of retirement bullshit. And joining alongside me, as always, is Jason Relaxation, the silent one. And we've got Rocket Russell back. Again, I mean, got him back. Again. He practically lives here now. Oh, but he's good, man. He's got all sorts of wacky theories. We've got a new segment, bullshit or fact. Bullshit or bust. We've already started discussing the next bullshit or bust. We've got our next topic, and man. it is a cracker. Right. It's a cracker. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it somehow slips into this episode. No, I, no, well, we, no, no. We've got to keep it. No, away. you know what? I've got to <laughs> research that. But you know what? That is a awesome topic. Something to look forward to. I'm actually excited about. It's so much that he's going to go home and waste another. I'm going to waste. I'm going to go into another rabbit hole and not sleep anymore. The problem is, this is a really deep one. This one goes. This one's actually deeper than anything you've covered thus far. Yeah, so. really? you, you thought the rabbit yeah. hole you went through last night was yeah. bad? Yeah. Yeah. No. You haven't even touched the surface. Is it no. really this, this, big? this is mega fucked up because oh. there's a lot of different evidence oh, from lots of different sort of man. type. It's and it's been it's been documented for a long time. When can we do this podcast? I want oh, to do, we it can now. do it this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, well, that's what YouTube's for. Yeah, oh, YouTube okay. and yeah, I, I sit it here with a tablet in front of me for a reason. Well, you know what? Let's get this one out of the way. We got to do it. Make it a short one. There you go. We got to do. We'll make it a quickie. It's standard, isn't it? Make it a quickie. I'm sorry for the people that roll their eyes. They go, "Fuck! I don't like you guys talking about Formula One. It's boring." But you know what? It's my podcast. You know what? You can get your podcast. It's my podcast, and I'll drive by one two. You know what? Drive by one. This is the thing. It's what I want to do, and I want to talk about Formula One. I don't care what anyone else says. And you know what? Rocket Russell came back. You know what? We made up. We had a disagreement last we time. We did have a disagreement. About Formula One. Mm. 
And you know what? I'm going to say too, this fuckwit Jason Relaxation decided mm. to upload it like 20 years too late. So by the time it finally went up, all the shit that we talked about was basically irrelevant. But you know what, Rocket Russell? I just want to point out that yet again, I was right. Yet again, I p- predicted that Bottas would stay at Mercedes. Yet again, that I predicted that Ocon would go to Renault. That all happened. Yep. And all we don't really know about at this stage is Hulkenberg. Where is he going? Well, the rumor is he's going, Grosjean's gone from Haas. I hope he is, man. I really and do. that's where Hulk will end up. I, want, I mean, everybody's talking about it. It's like one of the worst-kept secrets in the yeah, paddock at the moment, isn't yeah. it? Do you think Grosjean's gone out of Formula 1 completely? I don't see a seat for him. No, I don't either. You know where he'll go? Formula E. Well. He'll probably go somewhere like that. It seems like Formula well, where the cars E... need to be recharged after every lap. <laughs> it seems like Formula E needs to be where the good... good F1 drivers go to, to die, die, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like, like a graveyard. A it's graveyard like the NRL in Australia, drive. you know? You play your good years in the NRL in yeah. Australia, and then your swan song where you make your money is when you go over to Ra- England for the yeah, Super League. Yeah. Yeah. You know you what? Know? It's just like the graveyard. It's like a graveyard, But man. on the E uh, Formula E front, have you seen the Porsche concept E Formula E car? No, I don't know much oh. about Formula E. Did you e, hear no. about uh, the, the Porsche naming their new E uh, vehicle, the Carrera, the Turbo. The Tayman or whatever they no, call yeah, it. No, yeah, no. It's got the word Turbo in its name. And it's like, don't you guys actually know how engines work? Because the last time I checked, uh, like an electric engine does not have a turbo. No. Nor can a turbo contribute to a well, turbo's power. It can. It's going to blow air over it to keep it cool. Yeah, it could, but where's the exhaust coming from? Good point. <laughs> so what we don't know about, going back to F1, mm. is we don't know about Grosjean. Are we, is that right? That's we don't a, know. That's the last guy that is, and Hulkenberg. We don't we, know. Yeah, we know Hulkenberg's gone. We don't know where he's yeah, going. Yeah. And the, the strong rumours in the paddock, and I mean, this is what, Toto Wolf, uh, Christian Horner, yeah. everybody's basically expecting him to sign with Haas. Yeah. I, I, look, I hope it happens because I'd, I'd hate to see someone like Hulkenberg leave the sport because he's, been, look, I, I, he hasn't had good luck. He's how, just, how old is he? That's the problem. Hulkenberg's 31. So he's getting pretty late. Yeah. It, well, in, you know what? In the old days, Rocket Russell and I spoke about this. 31 was in your prime. 31 was... Now, the, that, yeah. now you're an old man. Yeah, they're all Because you've got these young kids that are coming up like through the ranks where they're 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I was sitting down with uh, Jess last night, my wife. Shout out Shout to you. Je- Love you. You know what? Shout out to Mrs. Rocket Russell. Thank you for letting Rocket Russell come out again and talking bullshit with us this weekend. <laughs> we really appreciate it, but Mrs. It, Rocket Russell. Well, she sat down yesterday and I was watching Practice 3, I mm. believe it was, and they had Lando Norris on. And she's like, is that like somebody's son? I'm like, no, no, no. That, that's Lando Norris, yeah. the Formula mm, 1 driver. Yeah. She's like... But he doesn't look old enough to have hair. I was like, yeah, it's a bit like that nowadays. Isn't he's, that where, he's got hair, just not down there. Now, isn't, <laughs> isn't that where Ricardo said that that, that was a classic in the, in the press conference? Do you Ricardo, have pubes yet? Yeah, he said, the, he said, was it to Lando Norris or was it? Yeah, it was to Lando. He says, do you have pubes yet? Yep. And Lando Norris uh, pissed himself. He couldn't stop laughing. He had tears coming out of his eyes. <laughs> What's that? That's the, uh, the concept car. Oh, that's sexy. What, the F1 concept car? No, no, this is the Formula E, e yeah, Porsche Formula concept. E. Jeez, it's sexy. Yeah, they look good. They look amazing, yeah. but... You I mean, see what I'm saying? Look, uh, look, this is what the 2021 regulations should fix with the Formula 1 side of things, because see how the halo on that car fits with a car? Yeah. The current cars in Formula 1 are not attractive-looking cars, because that halo just is bolted on 
to a to a monocog that was designed back in the two thousands, basically. Yeah. And so it doesn't really fit. And plus, they've got all these weird aero attachments hanging off it. We went over this last mm-hmm. time. So what we've seen so far up, up until this time of this recording, which I should point out is just before Monza, the we've Italian had, we've Grand had Prix the qualifying. Yeah, we've had the. We'll go over that. We've had the qualifying for the Italian Grand Prix. It's yet to race at the time of this recording. So. Everything we say will probably be useless by the time fucking Jason Relaxation uploads it. I've had that argument with him, but he doesn't listen to me. So that's why I'm going to have a heart attack. It's like Popeye. Popeye. Olive. Look at you. That was a good one. Come on. Give me credit, you fuck. That was really good. That yeah. was a- but you know what? Here's the thing. Um, the, the regulations we've seen, apparently, according to, uh, who was it, Ross Braun, they're like stage one. Uh, so so the car, we've seen a car now. We've had the... We've, well, that's what they're saying was the first version. Yeah, we've the, actually seen the final version. No, but the, the rumor is because what they've released is they didn't want to release the proper... Apparently, it's done. They've decided on the front and back wings. Everything is designed and mm-hmm. done. They didn't want to show the car, the proper car to the teams in that wind tunnel test video they released. To give them too much of a they head start. They didn't want too much, yeah. too much of a head start. So basically what they've come out and said is the body is pretty much staying the same. The front and rear rings will be different. And they've got it all sorted. They are now working on the rule book. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to preempt all the Formula One teams. We will, we all know will do is get the rule book and they will find any loopholes. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're now going through looking for loopholes. So the maid hopefully lady. the maid. Ooh. The maid lady. Yeah, you haven't mentioned her. No, in I haven't a while. mentioned the maid lady for a while. She's been a bit crazy on the old Instagram. <laughs> the maid lady. What as if putting a feather duster up your ass was well? Crazy you know enough. what? She's taken to. Uh, What's her little thing at the moment? She's just taking uh, to paying her taxes. Yeah, she's not wearing anything over her bum. Basically, is what the maid lady does these days. But yeah, it's been a while since I mentioned the maid lady. It has been a while. Yeah, Good shout out to the maid lady. She knows who she is. Actually, she doesn't. She doesn't listen to this podcast. You know why? Because I'm insignificant compared to the maid lady, which would break my heart if I gave a fuck. But I don't. <laughs> if I only had a heart. That's right. So we don't know fully the final details of uh, no, the no. 2021 regulations, but on the surface that we've on seen, the surface, looks good. Looks good. Yeah, and I'm, if I'm, they I'm, can come up with those rear numbers, like yeah. they're saying five percent downforce loss on a yeah. car behind, if they can come up with those numbers, it's it's going to be some good racing. Yeah, and the car looks clean. The car looks what I want it to look like. Yeah, it none looks, of this it looks, fucking no, stupid little fucking no, fingers off no, everywhere. No, no. It, it looks it looks like a futuristic. It looks like a big reset. Yeah, and and that's what we wanted. And right? they're saying there will be no aerodynamic stupid finger aids and all this. No, they've got to clean that up. But you know what? They should have done that this year. Right, they should have. I know it's too late now. It, the the party's over with all that shit. But at the end of the day, when they when they cleaned up the front wing, because they took all the elements off the front wing for this season, they should have taken the barge board elements off too. They yeah, should have put it back to a traditional barge board like we used to have in the eighties and even the not even the noughties, basically. Even the early two thousands. Even yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying is that they should have made that reset now. I don't know why they didn't go... I think they've just let it go. It's like, well, we know we've got a new car coming in 2021. Yeah, but they, but they look 
Why, why take the elements off the wing then if you're going to do that shit? You know what I mean? Maybe it was too costly to do it yeah. for the entire body and, yeah. you know, in this whole new world of cost-cutting. and That's, well, they've yet to decide on the uh, the, the, the budget restraints. That's the big sticking point. That I think the be. teams have, have agreed on the concept of the way the car looks. That I think that's been signed off. But what the teams at the present time can't agree on is... The cost cutting or the, the the budget cap, which is understandable. I mean, you know, they're talking about what well, they've confirmed next year's calendar, haven't they? Mm. So they've added races. There's a couple. Of, they've added a lot of races, which some of the teams don't like, and that's what they're saying. The teams saying, "Well, hang on, you've added races. You want us to cut mm. cost cuts, or cut costs, but, but you've, you've added more races. races in. Yeah. So how does that work you know out? What? And then the FIA's yeah. come back and said, "Well, we've actually we've canned a day of testing." Yeah, but that's, well, we want testing. Yeah, that's what. That's the, right. If you want us to get ready you know, in time for the thing, next season, Jesus fuck. They don't get it. They still don't get it. I'm sorry, they don't. I know. I know they've got the car looking the way we want it to look. I know they're trying to make a concerted effort to make the cars more. I guess there's not a word for it, but raceable. Mm. They can get closer to the other car in front. But the fundamental issue will still remain. They're they're, they're handicapped. They they've restricted the number of days that they can test. And now they've they've got some they've still got that silly rule on you've got to have at least four races per engine yep. before you're allowed to change it. Although yesterday I heard during P one or P two they're thinking about not penalising the driver but penalising the constructor. No, there was two way, wasn't it? Well, you know what? It was the first time I've ever heard someone say, "Don't penalise the the guy driving the thing. Penalise the team." Hmm. Hella fucking luya! Like you and I came up with that a hundred million years ago, and so did every other fan of F one. People don't want to. People don't care that the because you're trying to sell it to people that don't really understand sport, right? Yes. And what you what you're telling the the, the casual viewer at the moment is is that I'm going to use an example. Daniel Ricciardo's penalised because the MG UK in the in the in the uh, Renault engine had to be changed, and he's only allowed three of them, and he's up to his fourth, didn't and he know, has to go at the back the of the grid. What the fuck has that got to do with the driver? Well, didn't Daniel know when he was designing this engine? That's part, right. You know? <laughs> so, so you know fuck what I mean? Off. It's stupid. So finally they're starting to talk yeah. about, let's con- let us let the guy race, and if, the, if he happens to win or get a podium, the team doesn't benefit. But yes. the driver's not penalised for the win. They're talking right? about penalising him a little bit. But yeah. nowhere near as but not, significant but not as like what it is, it is now. now. No. now it's but they're stupid. saying the only reason they're doing that is because, well, like Mercedes, okay, so we're only going to cop constructor points mm. for throwing new motors in. We'll win the driver's championship, so we'll throw a new motor in every race. So that's why they're talking about there is still going to have to be a bit of a driver penalty there yeah. so that teams don't do that yeah. kind of shenanigans because, you know, But teams- they're starting to wake up finally after about th- three, four, five years of this bullshit they're starting to wake up and go, you know what? It's cost us more to create an engine that's reliable enough mm-hmm. to do well, multiple was... races. Maybe we'd be best to relax that a little bit. Finally, they're fucking woken up. Because... Well, Christian Homer, Homer, whatever, Christian, his name, fucking Horner. Yeah. Horner, that's it. I always get it. He, he's already come out and said that. He's like, give us five engines. Yeah. Mm. You know, because the cost of making three reliable engines is just is astronomical. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, give us five engines that aren't as reliable yeah. and let's go from there. Yeah. And someone else, I heard someone, uh, it's interesting, I don't know who was doing the commentary at the time, I can't remember, but it was during one of the practice sessions for Monza this weekend. Someone said they actually like seeing engines pop and squeak and smoke. 
Because it adds to the drama of it. Mm-hmm. And fuck, what did I say back on an earlier podcast with you? That was the thing that was awesome about the 90s because the engine manufacturers were allowed to do whatever they wanted to do. They didn't care about how many engines they blew. Mm-hmm. They pushed the boundaries of performance and they might have paid the price for reliability. But now you don't see any of that shit because they get, they're so conservative with their 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 targets. Yep. They sacrifice performance for reliability, but we, the people that watch the the sport, get to see don't nothing. see drama we on the, the track. We, the people who watch the sport, buy the merchandise. That's right. Yeah. They, we don't get turn up to track. That's right. We don't get to see the the drama on the track in in regards to engine blowups. Right. I think that. And you know what else? What that was also the most fun part of playing the video games as well. Oh, yeah, but that's more the co-masters still can't get it through their head that we want random reliability. Yeah, but if, you've, you know? if, you, if you're basing it on the real season where shit doesn't go wrong anyway. Well, look, and we're, we're playing Formula One season at the moment. Why the fuck is Orlando... Uh, Alonso. Alonso. So fucking strong. <laughs> I mean, that was... Yeah, that's... You know why? Okay, let's I get, know his name and his no. photo was on the front cover. But I'm sorry, Alonso was never that fast on a no, fucking no, McLaren. No, 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 He's unfucking no, no. catchable. No, see, what happened was you guys, shout out to the Big Old Bear, shout out to the Supermodel 666. He knows who he is. Right? The fuck? The fuck? <laughs> you didn't have the setting right. You, you got to have realistic. Or, what is it? No, um, no, we've got the cars on realistic. Yeah, um, but, but, all, but. All matched. Yeah, matched, right? But that you, we're playing 2018 because you guys convinced me to play on that fucking Xbox One, that fucking stupid console, right? Whereas I could have played 2019 on the PS4, mm. albeit with a pickle bear, right? Who's become like, remember Breaking Bad? When yes. fucking Walter White used to work for the Chicken Man and he'd get the random text message, <laughs> Polos, question mark. Remember that? Well, now I get race, question mark, by the Pickle Bear. It's the same fucking thing. I might as well go and make a batch of meth. You know what I mean? It's, same, it's like go to work. Jesus Christ. But he always he always texts me at the, like, the worst fucking time, right? It'll be like when I'm... At, Ready to go to bed, it'll be right. I'm ready to do some other bullshit. Que- race, question mark. Fuck me. And then when I say to him, I can't race, he's like, oh, you don't want to race anymore. It's like, it's like you feel bad. You know? Doesn't it come back with the love? It comes back with love. What am I supposed to do? If I have to choose between that and love, what am I going to do? I'm going to choose fucking love. <laughs> Right, oh, I'm Jesus. not gonna. I'm not gonna say, oh no, I'm gonna play F1 2018 with a bunch of nerds tonight. No, not gonna happen. Right, but look, we should do that. We should throw that out for our Patreon listeners. Mm. Want to join us in a Formula One season? Where we're playing 2018 on the Xbox mm. One on a Monday night at about 8:30 Australian time. That's right. Send us an invite and come on and have some fun That's with us. That's right. But let's not give out our gamer tags because then we'll get random people going. Oh, you suck. All you ever do is talk about Formula One and you upload it too late so by the time you talk about it, it's shit (laughs) and I want to have sex with your (laughs) mum. Be some fucking loser like that. I'm not having it, you know. Going back to Formula One. But if you're on our friends list, feel free. Monday night's about 8.30. That's right, because the friends list is pretty much the sum total of our listeners anyway. And you know what, Rocket Russell, while we're talking about the Xbox, let's have a little advertisement right now. (gasps) We're uh, we're not... Roll it, Mike. Is it the Pitha Connect? Rowlet monkeys. I want to reiterate that we are not sponsored, and I repeat, not sponsored by Xbox Connect. But if we were, this is this is what I would say. 
Hey kids, if you want to have a splendid time in your living room playing with a Xbox, why don't you get an Xbox Kinect? That's right. Wave your arms around like you just don't care and wiggle your fat ass in the living room like a fucking idiot playing the Kinect. The Kinect is the latest thing that Microsoft has come out with for your Xbox. Although that's right, they cancelled it in 2018. But it's still fun, like Kinect Sports. That's right. Microsoft Xbox Connect, a product that everybody wants this Christmas. Collecting dust on your shelf. That's right. Collecting dust on top of your TV. <laughs> Actually, it was underneath the TV because it was too fat to sit on the TV. Oh. I didn't want that thing looking at me, man. I, that thing looked like well, the How 9000. You should probably wear pants when you play your games. You know what? I wanted to scan my doodle and see what it said. Because Bixby Vision says it was a cyst. So I wonder what Connect says about it. I don't know. Yeah, but it's, it is weird that because I've got a Connect. So do I. I'm a fucking idiot. Well, it come with my original Xbox, my OG Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, we've got a, that's a sore point for the drunken monkey. Shout out to him. Go the drunken monkey. Who I don't know. Yep. You don't. Well, you might. <laughs> Apparently, I do because he's on my friends he's list. He's on your friends list somehow with the Xbox One, but he wouldn't know. He hasn't turned on his Xbox One for about five five years. Um, he refuses <laughs> to turn it on. But then I got the Xbox One X. And when I went to plug in my Connect, because it's sitting on top of my TV, mm-hmm. not doing anything, so I thought, oh, well, I'll plug it in. Well, and it, there's no, not even a plug on the Xbox. No, because they got one. rid of it. So what happened was... It's deprecated completely. What, yeah. what, what they did was, when the Xbox One S, and then later on the Xbox One X came out, they got rid of the proprietary socket for the Xbox mm-hmm. Connect, right? You could buy an adapter at that time to connect it to the Xbox One, but they actually got rid of that proprietary socket. Oh. Which was Microsoft's general way of saying the Connect is dead, right? Now, unless you work for the Ghost Adventures, in which case you use it as a ghost well, scanner. Well, see, I actually it's, use it's, mine hooked up to my PC as a three D scanner. Yeah, well, that's it. That's that's what they well, use. Well, they got rid of that that socket because you remember it was pr- pr- yeah. Because I had to buy socket. a special power. Well, for the original Xbox Connect, I had to buy a special power socket mm-hmm. thing, which did a, had a USB converter. Yep. You're talking the about 360 Connect. And now the Connect Connect. For the Xbox One. Well, for the Xbox One, you've actually physically got to take it apart and do a bit of soldering. Yeah. No, you can actually... Well, you could have... What the, so what Microsoft did when the One S came out and then later on the, the X, they didn't put that... As I said, they didn't put that proprietary connector in, yeah. right? So what they did was they said you could buy an adapter, oh. right? To avoid what you've just done. So you buy an adapter and you plug it back into your Xbox One X, I think through a USB port, I think. Okay. Right? But they've since killed all of that. They no, they no longer manufacture the adapter and they sure as shit no longer manufacture the Connect, Right? And for good reason, it was shit. So they right? they, they actually um, turned it into a uh, basically an Azure cognitive service now. So if you did want to hook up, I don't know how it works. I haven't actually looked at that particular API, but apparently you can use it in the cloud and get the same bang for your buck. Mate, you would be one of the very, very few people that give a shit. I'm telling you now. Mate, you are so niche. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but they use uh, it on ghost adventures. That's how they, yeah, but, that's how but, they detect but that's ghosts. that's not what it was intended to do. No. It was intended to be the Wii killer. Remember? Like, I don't want to go into it. It's a Formula One podcast, yes. but, but it was a Wii killer, right? Because remember when the Wii came out, it was killing the, mm-hmm. the, Sony, the, the Sony PlayStation 3 as well as the Xbox 360 at that time in terms of sales. Mm-hmm. And both Microsoft and Sony went, oh, shit, we better do something with uh, motion controls. And so Sony came out with the uh, the Move yep. and Microsoft came out with the Kinect. 
Now, I'll give credit where credit's due. The Kinect was way more innovative than anything else because it was why it was no controller, right? And the tech was pretty pretty good. The problem is it didn't work, right? And the big problem is, and you've started me now. The big problem is a couple of, a couple of years later they came out with the Xbox One and they said to us, oh, look, the connector with the 360 is Connect version 1.0 and all the shit that you went through with that, it's way, it's fixed now and here's the Connect 2.0. It's way better than the shit that, you made, that we made you buy or we wanted you to buy, I should say, for the 360. This is what, what you got to have. And you know what? Then they did make you buy it with the Xbox One original. They did make you buy it. Yeah. Because you couldn't avoid it. No, it was in it the pack. Came, it came in the pack. That's right. So you are the fucking nichest of niches, man. I'm telling you, no one wants to use an Xbox bloody Connect. I'm telling you. As I said, I've, it's hooked up to my PC and it's for my 3D printers. Yeah. Yeah. So I just do it. A- See, that was the real dick move that Microsoft made with that, that uh, the Xbox One Connect, not the 360 Connect. Because the 360 Connect used, used USB, remember? Well, it had that stupid plug. It had a but proprietary. Ex- that no, you e- could buy easily. You could buy a power pack that. Yeah, but the, the Xbox plug. One had the proprietary. The yeah. Xbox 360 had the USB uh, connect. It was just, no, no. It had a proprietary one as well. No, it was USB. I will put my left testy on it. Fucking Google it. Google it. Google it. I have bitch. a feeling it was proprietary. Actually, no. You, Xbox One original. Xbox 360. Was, no, it was it was USB. It wasn't. It was USB. I think. Left testicle. Start cutting it off now, bitch. I don't need, you them. Don't need them anyway, man. I'm shooting blanks. You can fucking have my testicles. No, it well, it, it as far as I can tell, uh, it you had to buy an adapter to make it USB. Mm-hmm. Not for the Xbox 360. Yes, you did. I had to buy an adapter. Oh, fuck off. I've got one at home. Well, then when we get back to your place, you can start cutting yeah, your left nut off there. Yeah, but these fucking listening to us now, they, they've dropped off because they're fucking bored because they wanted us to talk about Formula 1, not the fucking Connect. would say, well, how do we know you're fucking right, Retro Dan, you fucking idiot. No, Because no, you're going to take a photo you, no. and post it on uh, The Xbox Instagram. 360 Connect original was fucking USB. I'm telling you now. And I'm telling you now, you owe me a left nut. It was fucking three. You don't want his left nut. No, I do now. <laughs> T- turn it into one of those coin Would you like to see bags. the plug? Because there's the adapter. And you can see there quite clearly that it has a USB plug on one side. And you didn't need other- that though. You did. No. Yes. Are you talking about the power pack or are you talking about the USB, the actual... If inter- you wanted to plug the original Connect into a computer... No, I'm talking about the 360, not the I'm computer. I'm talking about the 360. No, 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 the 360 was USB. It wasn't, dude. Again. Oh, fucking... No, you're going to have to go home and check. I don't Wiki- need... To. Wikipedia. On Wikipedia. Oh, it's a fucking Xbox One. I don't care about this one. I think this is a conversation that we need to, as we say in the corporate world, put a Take pin it in offline. It. Take it offline. Stick it in no. the car. Stick it in the car no. park and uh, return to normal viewing. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck just fell outside? That's Jesus. bad, man. I'm on the Wikipedia now. And it's not telling you anything. There's a lot of information on Wikipedia. There's more information on this than there is on uh, Skinwalker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because the Kinect sensors sensors motorized tilt mechanisms require more power than the Xbox 3 USB ports can supply, the the device makes use of a proprietary connector combining USB communication, USB 
It is a proprietary with connector. additional you power. Could, you could not plug it into a USB port, dude. It was a proprietary connector. That, that's what it's saying. The proprietary. Yeah, the it's USB, saying the it's US, literally telling you. The USB. You are Russell a left ball. USB is for power. <laughs> Here it is, man. <laughs> right, I'm taking my pants off. You can <laughs> go. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Take it off. <laughs> oh fuck! He's actually <laughs> he's actually undoing the belt. <laughs> he oh. wants the balls. Do <laughs> you know what's frightening? There's a fucking mirror there too. So I've gone to turn around and there's a fucking mirror. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, uh, stick your tiny cock back in your pants. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, what a big spear refer to it as? Cyst. Put your cyst back. Oh, Pack geez. your cyst away. I'm fucking sure it was USB. No, because it was a no, the USB thing. was for power. The proprietary was for controlling the actual. But it camera. was. It was all in one plug. Yeah, yeah. it was one plug. It but was... it went into the USB connector though. No, didn't... it didn't. It went. There was a special plug on the side. I don't remember that, man. Because I've got an Xbox 360 at home. Yeah. The Gears of War, two, one. Didn't I give you my Japanese Xbox 360? You did. No? But I've got the Gears. I've got a couple of Xbox 360s. <laughs> so you can see, there's the cable there. You can see the little notch on the side there. That is the cable. We've learned something here. I don't they? know, man. I'm gonna go home. It. I'm gonna go home and have a look at that. I'm not doubting you. I'm happy to be corrected if I'm wrong. I'm I only wrong. know it because I had to go out and buy a special power pack that Jesus. it plugs into to convert it into the USB and the power, so I could run it as. A... Don't give me that fucking. Look. I'm not because they've turned what exactly you're doing into a cognitive service in Azure. Yeah. Well, you know what. I'm happy to say to everybody on the internet, I've just lost a testicle. Don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter, they don't work anyway. And you yeah. know what? This is proving that I'm not the, of the modern era. I'm happy to be corrected if I'm wrong, and I'm wrong. And I've just lost a testicle. And I'm happy to lo- I'm happy to give you my testicle, Rocket Russell. I don't know how I'm going to detach it. I have no how idea. How are we going to do Detachable that now? Detachable penis. <laughs> That's right, I've just lost my nut. I've just looked, but you know what? That's why you've got. That's why you've got two nuts. Yeah. Right. Because if you lose one, you can still fire, sh- fire your, you know, your do- blanks, your blanks, <laughs> your blanks with your other one. Hell yes. I uh, was sure that it was USB. Nah, it it was- had a USB, but that was for. Power. So what was the proprietary connection on the Xbox 360? It was then? on the side, on the on the right hand side from memory, or the left. That was the right. rear. It was on no, the rear. It was on it the was rear. rear. It was but rear. I always thought it was. Yeah. Hey, there's my testicles going. Uh, <laughs> I was, so it was the rear yep. of the Xbox 360. It's quite large, too. For it was, memory. yeah. It almost looked like an, an old fucking HDMI. Oh, not an HDMI, sorry. An old um, VGA kind of pins port. Almost had a DPI sort of yeah. look about it. A fatter DPI. Yeah. God, we're nerding it up right now. Massively. All right, I'm, F1. I'm sorry to be... I'm sorry. I am I'm. I apologise. I thought it was always I only USB. know because the amount of shit I had to go through to get I, that adapter. Because you know that adapter... Stop production like years before I. But I know one hundred percent you're right with the Xbox One, one hundred percent because people were, I remember losing their minds that they pulled a dick move and they made it a really weird connector. They made it a proprietary yeah, pe- connector. People probably would have done that and used it on their PCs for stuff. Right? Yeah, and they had to buy a special adapter to use it for USB. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that one hundred percent, and that's why I thought that that the U uh, the three sixties was a was a USB. Well, fuck it, I've lost the testicle. Who cares? It's not a big deal. It's all right. It's all good. And I'm happy I even stuck my dick out to, to prove it to you. Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> Formula One. Oh, yeah. Let's get back to it. Where are we with Formula One? So we know that Grosjean is in jeopardy. We think that Hulkenberg is going to go to Haas. Yep. I hope he does. I'm sad that he's going to Haas because he's never going to get a podium. 
I doubt that he's of an age where people even like Ferrari are interested in him. He's actually been quoted as saying that the, the door has been shut when it comes to the bigger teams. So that's a shame. Grosje, what's that? Sorry. Uh, the, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it was the... Yeah. See, that's the second model 360. So Rocket Russell's showing me the back of a 360. You remember the original 360 models didn't have HDMI out? Nope. They had component. They yep. had that stupid big AV. So that's the right. Japanese one that I gave you yeah. is, is component. Yeah, yeah, I've got component only too. My very first 360 had component, right? And then the later models came with HDMI as well, mm-hmm. right? That's a later model. That's because HDMI was yeah. still in And so it's gone into that, that AV weird, or like almost a digital yeah. port, yeah. I apologise, I'm wrong. It's I'm okay. Wrong. But it's been a long time since I looked, looked at it. Just back in case anyone's interested, uh, I will have a left ball up for sale soon. That's right, <laughs> on eBay. You can put that on eBay. <laughs> well, actually, no, let's put that on the uh, the thing I will charge. Are you going to put it on the description how Richard Dan lost the testicle? <laughs> 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 Fuck it, who gives a shit? I sold my soul years ago. Who fucking cares? It's only a testicle. That's going to be the title of the show. Our retro Dan lost his testicle. <laughs> yep. Who fucking cares? Well, it's like the kid that used to live uh, near me at the old house, and he lost his eye. We always thought Gary the Asian, shout out to him, don't know where he is. I'm going way back now on the podcast. <laughs> Gary the Asian used to tell was us Was he the kids, bully? No, Gary the Asian was a cool kid that lived in our neighborhood, and he was older. He's come up he was before, a, hasn't he? Yeah, he yeah. has. He, he, right I, at I to- the start. I told the story right at the start of the podcast series that we did, right? And I, sh- and I told the story that Gary the Asian used to tell us kid that this ginger kid, right, he lost his oh, eye. That's right. Because a crow or a bird plucked his eye out, right? And we belie- I fucking believed it hook, line, and sinker, yeah, right? Magpies, mate. It wouldn't surprise me. Mate, we so, live in Australia. So for years and years and years, as an adult, I'd play golf, hmm. and a fucking bird in spring would come and take your, your ball, your golf ball, mm-hmm. and fly off, and I used to go, well, that's how that kid lost it. Yeah. I believed Gary the Asian for fucking years, mate. If I saw Gary the Asian now, I'd say, listen, man, do you feel bad that you lied to me and I believed it for so long? Yes, I'm gullible as fuck. But you know what? Anything's possible. I've just lost a testicle. Who cares? So do you know what's... I learned an interesting Australian animal fact yesterday from Pottery Pete. Oh, here we go. Shout out to Pottery Pete. Here we go. Did you know that Australian scorpions are not deadly? They're really the only animal in this country that will not kill you. Whereas the they get a really bad reputation because of the Mexican scorpions, yep. which apparently are less friendly and a little bit more stabby stabby. And the reason he knows this is his new his new little place that he's got out in the middle of nowhere. Full of scorpions. Full of scorpions. This <laughs> oh, week world's so, just getting so much world, better. This week world, he's going yeah. off. So what? He was sleeping at night. Uh, oh yeah, got yeah, in the shack and he felt these stingers. Yeah. So what he did the next day, he went to Bunnings and bought like this super duper fucking pest spray shit. And he almost killed himself because he oversprayed and he slept in this fully sprayed out house uh, for overnight. And then the next day he went to go get some firewood or something. And apparently he nearly passed out. And his, his partner called him and he couldn't breathe. And he's out in the, he's 80 kilometers or whatever, eight fucking 45 minutes away from Bathurst. Oh. And he can't breathe and he's choking up and coughing up a lung. So that means Pisswick World ain't getting off to a good start. Yeah, no, That's well, what happened. He's just trying we to believe clear there out will this. be delays to the opening of Pisswick World. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> Well, you know what? I need that little prick to sponsor us, so I'm happy to sponsor and sprick piss week. Well, but if he's dead, I can't help you. That's right. You nearly. You know what? Harden up, Pottery Pete. I just lost a fucking testicle. (laughs) Right, and I'm still podcasting. I'm still podcast. You know what? We shouldn't talk about it's bad juju. 
You know, your testicles are a very important part of your, of your body. You should take your, check your balls all the time. You never know. Testicular cancer is fucking real, yo. So is bowel cancer. Fucking oath. You get. I'm. I'm. A, I'm very close to getting the kit. Because when you turn fifty, you get a kit, don't Seven you? Seven more years. What, what, yeah. for, what for your ass? Yeah, they yeah. make you. They make you check for bowel cancer. And don't no, leave it in your drawer. I have the pleasure of having a, a butt cam every once in a while that takes care of that job. Yeah, you do that for your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking gold. God, I guarantee that's actually a thing somewhere. I'm telling you now, it is. <laughs> oh, fuck, I've told, put money on it. Somewhere in Japan. <laughs> I was going to say Germany. And you know what it's like, Mr. Slave? Shout out to the weapon. He's been calling me Mr. Slave for fucking a couple of days. He, every, every time I see him, he goes, Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I want to check my balls are okay because I've just sold on the Rocket Russell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like voodoo shit. Be it's like voodoo. He's got, he's got the fucking the voodoo doll or something. You don't think I'm having it mounted into a necklace, do you? It's going to be like Blair Witch. You're going to see them dangling from a tree at some point in the near future. Oh, man, this is fucking bad, man. That's bad juju, man. I, I want to talk about juju at one point. I want to talk about the new Blair Witch game. Apparently, that shit's scary. You get an achievement for patting a dog. That's all I know. Do you? Yeah. Pat the dog, you get a couple of gamer you, points. You rub his ears, apparently. You get gamer points. Just get hot tip, kids. I got an achievement the other night from changing my uh, brake bias on F1 Did 2018. Did you? Yeah, in race. I'll, I might do that next time I get a couple of games. Yeah, because you, know, you need them. I do need them. I need everything. I'm getting close to a milestone on the trophy front on the PlayStation. I'm very excited about that. This could be a day long remembered. I get a couple more achievements on the Xbox and I make a couple more trophies on the PlayStation. Have, have, have you got more a day long remembered. Have you got more points than uh, Drunken Monkey? Yet? No, I, I'm getting close. I'm getting Maybe close. that'll help him switch on his console. Nah, he doesn't give a shit now. He's uh, you heard you haven't heard it yet, folks, because we haven't uploaded it at the time of this recording. He's fucking a bit bitter. <laughs> with, <laughs> with the Xbox. Mate, you wait till you he hear is it. He's no Rocket longer Russell. a Microsoft fanboy. It got dark. It got dark. Oh, yeah. we, we, had to, we had to lighten it up. We had to lighten it up. Halfway through the podcast, he's like, oh, I think we should change tack. Actually, it was more like this in his Cockney accent. He went, I think we should change tack, Dad. It's getting a little bit dark. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good accent. Yeah, it's not bad, is it's it? It's a good accent. Mm. Guess, oh, it's getting a little bit dark. I think we should change it up a bit. Let's make it a bit more lighthearted. I don't mean the bashy Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Formula One. Okay. Grosjean's out. I think Grosjean's out. Hulk and oh, I think in. that's the general consensus. But you know what? I feel sorry for the Hulk. He's even been quoted as saying the big teams have passed him by. He's, he's locked he's out. He's too old He's now. too old. He's, he's got no affiliation with them. And this is the tragedy. He doesn't was, bring the money either. I was thinking about this the other day, right? Hulkenberg really would have thought when he signed for Renault that that was his chance. Oh, that was his chance. Because he was awesome. signing for a works manufacturer, right? Renault were on the up. He didn't expect to win championships with them straight away, but he expected more from them. And I can tell when he walks away now from, from Renault, he's a bit bitter. He's a bit disappointed. He's, I, I think if you asked him, you know, you'd say, listen, man, are you a bit disappointed with how things worked out at Renault? He'd have to say yes. He spent three seasons with that team. He's, he was there from the beginning. Yep. And he got nothing from them. Absolutely nothing. And he wasted three seasons with him, with them, basically. And he might have been, you said at one point he might have been better off at Force India, but I think he would have lost that battle too with Perez. Perez brings more money in. Perez and, and of course, Lance Stroll 
that's the, the, mm-hmm. the son the of the deuce. owner. Yeah. You would have been out anyway. He's the son of the owner of the team, so that's not going to work out for him. Yep. I'll tell you what, Lance Stroll hasn't done too bad this season. I've got to say, he's not bad. He's, he's getting better. I can tell by the look on your face. I you're not still happy. don't like him. No, I don't like him I don't either. Think but, know, but you know what? What a rich for, little fuck getting yeah, into. But, but for a, a paid driver, he's doing okay. Yeah, he's doing There's okay. a lot of worse paid drivers out there. I can fucking list them. <laughs> right? But he's actually been okay. Right? Yeah. Perez walks all over him. Perez is class. Oh, Perez is yeah. class. You know. But Perez is in the Hulkenberg category. So Perez has also signed yeah, mul- yeah, a three year deal with um, how Racing long Point. It- 2022? Yeah, three-year deal he signed. Yeah, that's a fucking long time. It is a long time, really. In But where's he going to go? He's no, not, he's, he's too gone. He's, he's old now. He's missed his window. He had his chance at McLaren, but when he went to McLaren, I think it was in 2012, I think it was. Too early. He was. He's, he's even been quoted as saying he wasn't mature enough to handle the, the mm-hmm. pressure. And this is why I'm worried about Albon going up to Red Bull. You know, no, he's, he's all right. I think he's okay. I'll tell you what. He was okay in Spa. He was okay. He hasn't done too bad in qualifying. No, he hasn't. I'll tell you what. I know we're going to have this, what I'm about to say, is going to be obsolete by the time we upload this shit. Maybe. But <laughs> at the to- if he does okay at tonight in Monza... Mm. He'll be. That, that's going to be the test for him. He needs to do okay because he's got a big advantage over Verstappen because Verstappen's at the back of the grid, starting from the back. Right yep. now, I'll tell you something. If if Verstappen goes past uh, Albon, and Albon's qualified, what uh, fifth? No, he's less than that. He's he's behind the Renaults. Oh, I think so he's not, ninth. Yeah. I think he's ninth. Uh, he is eighth. Eighth. If 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 Verstappen gets past him, that's not good for him, right? Because Gasly would be the guy that Verstappen would get past even though Verstappen's starting at the back of the grid you know what I mean yep. so I think Albon's he's a, he's a class act I think he'll be okay I really do he's still so young so young but they all are now I know, Norris, ridiculous Norris Albon Russell, uh, Russell who else uh, Verstappen himself Sainz Carlos Sainz he's a little bit older but not that much older not that much um, Leclerc Leclerc yeah he's, he's well I'll tell you that's the other one I'm glad you said that Leclerc getting pole for tonight's Italian Grand Prix. And again, who knows? We don't know yet. I, Vettel's in the shit. I, I don't care. Vettel is really in the shit now. He's it been was at- a close qualifying. I mean, what, between the top top four guys is what, point one of a second? I saw an interesting stat last night after qualifying. Leclerc has out-qualified Vettel seven times in a row. Yes. Wow. That's fucking a big. That's huge. Right. Now, and especially with a team of Ferrari <clears throat> who yep. will, they don't, I mean, yep. you, you may sign your deal as a number one yep. driver, but yeah, they'll switch. They'll fucking quick. switch in yep. a heartbeat if you're not performing. Now, mm-hmm. I, I was a bit harsh on Leclerc at the start of the season. I said something like, well, Leclerc, you should have done a bit better. I was hard on him. But really, the last couple of races, he's turned it on big time. And he's, he's taken do- a reset, hasn't he? Awesome. Mm. And now it's Vettel that's in the shit. Now, when I saw that stat last night, that. Vettel has been out qualified now seven times in a row. That's unacceptable because he's supposed to be the team leader. He's meant, yeah, he's right? meant to be the guy there. He's supposed to be, well, he's the most senior guy there, so we'll assume that. And Leclerc's a rookie in that mm-hmm. team. It's his first year in Ferrari, isn't it? So Vettel should be leading the way, and he's not. He's getting beaten. And I think Leclerc's getting confidence. And you oh, get he's to, coming off. You can tell by the body language. When you look at Leclerc, he's like the fucking, he's, he's the king of the hill. When you look at Vesta- uh, Vettel, he looks like an old man. He he, he, re- he wants to give it up. He's fucking done. I'm telling you, he's done. He's got another year with 
what's he got? Another two years with Ferrari? Another year, I a year? think. He's got a like, year, Because the majority he? of the big boys only signed to 2020. That's right. They're waiting to see the... Waiting to see, the, like, Lewis is up next year. Danny, Seb's up. Dan, Danny's Dan, up. Danny's Every, up. All the big yeah. boys have yeah. got their contracts working Mate, into 2021. You, there's a wacky rumour going on at the moment. He's going back to Red Bull. That is a big rumour, and it keeps getting momentum. It gets bigger and bigger. It's that rumor momentum, and it wouldn't. Was... It would not surprise me. No, anymore. I don't think. I don't think he. He'll go. And back. what's his name? Um, the dude from Autosports we were discussing earlier. Oh on. yeah, the big guy in Autosports. I sport. didn't want to say that because you know we're on a podcast. No, and mm. maybe listening. I, um, even he I just lost a testicle. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I'm half a man. <laughs> even he thinks that he'll end up at Red Bull. So he reckons the Red Bull driver pool. Mm is depleted and they'll bring Verstappen back. They've got nobody. Cause, Just uh, like Daniel's you know, gene pool now. Well, they lost, uh, they lost Dan Tictum, who was their part of their junior program at Red Bull there, mm-hmm. and he was one of their future hopes, Dan Tictum, from, uh, I think from Great Britain. And uh, he, he's, put, he's now longer part of the Red Bull program and they've lost, lost another driver or two. But yeah, as the autosport guys were saying, there's very few in their in their gene pool now. Yep. They don't have a lot going for them in terms of drivers. They're going to have to look outside now. Mm-hmm. And again, it it's the first time they've looked outside in a long yeah, time. Yeah, but they fucked up. They should never let Carlos Sainz Junior go. That's my point. I made that point earlier on. They made two mistakes last year. They should never have let Carlos Sainz Junior go, and they encouraged Daniel to go pretty much by making silly moves with against him with, with Verstappen, yeah. right? And so, really, if Daniel was going to walk, they should have got Carlos Sainz Jr. in and said, and this is where Christian Horner, as a team principal, hasn't done a great job, in my opinion. Not that I know how you run a team, but as an outsider looking in, I would have said, look, guys, I know you don't get along, but we're running a team here. Fuck it. You guys sort it out, right? But do your, but do your performance and your, and your talking on the track and don't bang the cars together and we'll be happy. You don't have to be best as the mates. But that's what you need to do. And they lost potentially one of the really, really good young drivers out there, like in Carlos Sainz Jr. He's not a bad little driver. Good driver. Yeah. He's doing well at McLaren. He ain't coming back now. Nah. Nah, he's he's entrenched himself He in must McLaren. be smiling from ear to ear because he sees the fuck up of Renault. And Renault ditched him as well last year. And then he was looking... He was looking. Renault, Renault ditched a lot of people last yep. year. But you know what? This time last year, Carlos Sainz Jr. was looking for a seat. And they thought at one time he might not might not have a seat in uh, Formula One, which was insane. And then McLaren flew, uh, threw him a lifeline, and he's doing really well at McLaren. McLaren have landed on their feet this year because they've got Lando Norris, who's awesome, and they've got Carlos. I actually Jr. felt so sorry for him in that last race. I mean, yeah, that was bad. Your best result ever, Lando Norris. Yeah, poor old Lando, and just what a lap before the end. Yeah, the final lap, his final car lap, shit itself. The yeah. car shit itself. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. You know, he's just... So, so going back to what we uh, were initially talking about with Formula One in terms of seat movement, at the moment we don't know about Hulkenberg, but we'll take a guess. Take a guess. He's Haas. in Haas. Grosjean's gone. Grosjean, I'd, I'd say, is gone. I don't think there's a seat for him anywhere else. Um, and he's that's really the only one, isn't the it? Only, there's only one other one is Kubica. Oh, Kubica. Cu- Kubica's no, no, no one knows what's going to happen. Right. Everyone's pretty much in the same boat. That he's you know who'll go? I'll tell you who'll get, who'll get Kubica's seat? Nicholas Latifi. Oh, Nicholas yeah, he's Latifi. Doing, he's actually been doing really the young well on ca- the FP1 sessions. The, long, the young, uh, young Canadian who's done well in uh, practice sessions. Who's he with? As a, as a driver. 
Is he part of the Mercedes Academy? I think he, I think he is, yeah. Well, that makes sense yeah. that he'll come. But he's then. been doing practice sessions with Williams. Yeah, he's been doing the FP1s. Nicholas Latifi will get Kibitz's seat. Mark my words. If if Kibitz is there next year, I'll be shocked. He won't be. No, he's done it's, then. Look, he as we've I he's think a we've dead said, man walking, mate. I'm sorry. As we've to said, say great to have managed to, from what you did to get back. Yeah, awesome. You know, mate. He look, he's a role model for people to come back into elite sports. But the problem is. He's just not performing. You can't, yeah. bef- can't be two seconds or a second not behind your Formula teammate. He's a rookie. We went over yeah. this. And I thought about it after the podcast with you last time. Who would fill those, those shoes? It's got to be Nicholas Latifi from, from Canada. Yeah. He's been doing... He's actually, actually... He's outperformed Kubica in practice sessions. Yeah. So I, I'd say they'd stick Nicholas Latifi in. Well, look. And I think Latifi brings some money as well. So well, he's a Mercedes Academy. So yeah. yeah. So he brings some money to to Williams who, uh, who need the funds. So, mate, yeah, I think that's a done deal, and that's it, isn't it? There's that's nobody it. else. There's no other rumors running around at the moment. No, it's pretty quiet after that. I mean, the only other one at the moment is Ocon with Reto, as we already discussed, well, you know and cutting his Mercedes Benz ties. That's and... a big move, but you know what? It's good for good for Ocon because Ocon had. <sighs> well, I'll tell you. I'll give you some rationale here, right? I'll give you some reasons why I think that. Ocon, I think, had very little room to move at Mercedes because, as I called it, and I was right, unlike my Xbox 360 fucking Connect adapter where I've lost a testicle, <laughs> at least I didn't lose a testicle in this. Basically, I said that, that uh, Bottas was safe, yep, and he was, and uh, I didn't think Ocon had any room to move in Mercedes. He was going to be sat, sat on the sidelines again, which would have killed his career, basically. Oh, if he had, a, had another no, year off, that was You it. can't sit on the sidelines for two years, right? No. Everyone everyone agrees on that. So his only real option in life was to go to Renault, and he's gone to Renault, and this is what I've been thinking about. That's actually the best thing for him because he's French. Yeah, I mean, right? French, so, French driver, French team. Yeah, so here's, here's two sides of the coin with this, this movement. On one side, for Daniel Ricciardo, it is awesome because he by default now becomes the team leader. He's outperformed and out, but he's outqualified and probably nine times out of ten, but not always outdriven. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg, who I think's off form this year. Maybe it's the car. Maybe it's Daniel coming into the team. He's off color. He's not been the no. He's not been the same because no. Hulkenberg's better than that. And I've and I'll tell you what fucking killed him. And and I think one of the commentators on Sky F One actually said it. When he put it in the wall in Germany and he had the chance to get a podium, he's lost all confidence. And that picture of him sitting in the garage looking absolutely distraught, he knew his career was done at that point. And guess what? Very strangely, within a week or two after that incident, they announced that Ocon was going to Renault and Hulkenberg was out. Isn't that interesting? Because up until that point, as we said, Hulkenberg had tweeted, he said he was staying at Renault. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And so I'd like to get the full story because, I mean, there's two stories on the old Hulk thing, isn't there? Him saying, oh, you know, I decided it was time to leave. And Prosty's come out and said, mm. we offered him a one-year deal and he wasn't interested. I, I, I kind of feel... Uh, I don't think there was anything for Hulkenberg after the German Grand Prix. I think I think actually there was a, I think there's a bit of truth in both of those things. I actually think that Hulkenberg didn't want to be in Renault anymore. He looked like a guy that had had enough. Yep. But at the same time, too, I think that his performance in the German Grand Prix killed him. Killed his career at Renault. Wasn't good. No. no. Renault are desperate to get a result, and that's their best chance of getting a podium, probably this year. And he's he's bended in the wall. 
right in front of the the spectators and the crowd at, in Germany. And I just think that that was the end of him. And so when you go back to Ocon v Daniel Ricciardo, there's a couple of ways of looking at this. Ricciardo by default now becomes the team leader, mm-hmm. and that's what he's always wanted. Right, that's one of the reasons why he left Red Bull because he knew he could never be team leader. That if there was a chance of winning a championship at Red Bull, by default they'd all rally around Max Verstappen, which is completely bizarre to me. But that's the way it was going in the eyes of everybody, and including Daniel. And so now he's become the the default team leader of Renault. But there's a bad side to that. The bad side is is that because Ocon's French, they've got, they're very nationalistic oh, yeah. at Renault. They get, and if there's a sniff of comp- being competitive, they'll, they'll rally around Ocon by default because he's French. If they're going to w- win races and win championships, which I've said at, at this point they've got no chance of, of doing. Not right? now. Not, not now. for the foreseeable future, no. They're going to rally around Ocon because he's French. They want a French driver winning French races in a French car. I'm telling you now. That's what they want. So... But for it's the time being, Daniel's in publicity, the box Publicity, yeah, great. You know, yeah. for signing someone like that yeah. to the team. He looks happy as 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 a camp, as a he's a really happy camper at the moment. Daniel Ricciardo. Interesting to see how uh, Mercedes go next year because his I didn't realize how valuable and much of an input he had in the car setup. Ocon, yeah. I he's, think that I mean I think they'll be fine, but yeah, Ocon's uh, his role was to be a sim driver, sim driver slash test driver slash. Uh, uh, spare driver, and so to do that role, you know, you know, dummy. Hmm. Yeah, and the laps. I mean, so was it the last race? The setup Hamilton was using was one that Ocon had decided on and done all the simulations on, and they went, "Yep, that's actually the good hmm. setup," and whacked it on Hamilton's car. Ocon's an awesome driver. I think he'll be great at Renault, and I think if Renault are slightly competitive, or even if they've got a chance of being in the points at a fairly good level. Uh, he'll do really well. He's, they qualified well for tonight. They did, but but that's a bit of a furphy. Even yeah, Daniel it's a furphy because, because because they got when there's low downforce, that car performs well. And Verstappen starting from the back. And Verstappen start, so knock mm. them down another place. So whether they qualify fifth and sixth, fifth and sixth. So they would they should have really been sixth, sixth and seventh, seventh, right? But that's better than where they were, you know, previously. But you know what? They've got to fucking capitalize on this now. They they may go down the order a little bit, but they need. They need to finish. If they finish fifth and sixth tonight, that'll be that'll be a great result for them. They need to not drop off the back. They no. need to stay in the draft. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because tonight's all about keeping. They're going to get. Draft. You know what? I think they're going to get fucked. I think you're going to find that their tire wears look very good. You're going to find all sorts of bullshit. Uh, see, I, I've put fucking money. The tire wear hasn't been an issue for anyone all weekend. They're saying that the medium tire is hardly wearing, and the softs are surprisingly doing more than they were expecting it to do. But you know what? We can look really stupid either way. They could put it on the podium, or they could finish fucking 12th, 13th, 14th, or some ridiculous <sighs> thing. But you know what? They, they, they are having an absolute terrible season. And you know how terrible it is? I, t- I said to you upstairs before we did this bullshit podcast, Cyril Abitbull last night after qualifying looked like he was doing the biggest and he'd had the biggest shit he's ever had, right? He had the relief on his face was unbelievable, right? Because the cars qualified really well. They actually performed really well. He actually looked happy, yeah. Cyril Abitbull. Because mm. you the know first why? time in quite some time. Yeah, because yeah, mate, he's got to answer to the board, right? 
he's managing director of Renault Racing or whatever the, his position is. I know he's managing director, but he's a managing director of the racing division of that company. And the board's all over him like, mate. Wh- what the fuck are you doing? What are you fucking yeah. do- wh- Why are we in this bullshit? Because the board don't have a taste or a, a, a particular love for Formula One at the moment. No. Not, not you know. Well, this so, far is, this it, is Renault. so far it isn't helping them sell cars. No. Well, that's what the board's saying. That the, the board is saying, right? The president of Renault at the moment is—he's got no love for Formula One. That's been quoted, mm. right? And he's saying, "I don't understand why we're in the sport because yeah. I don't see how it where's my to return sales. on investment." Exactly. Well, how's it translate to sales, right? Mm. And those days are gone. It used to be race it on Sunday, sell mm-hmm. it on Monday, but no, those those days are long no, gone. You man. don't get it. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's brand recognition, but what does that actually translate to in sales? You know, when, when the French Grand Prix was on and there was a lot of Renault hats and people wearing went oh. Renault shirts in, in the French Grand mm-hmm. Prix, I'm sure that that didn't hurt the brand. You get them right? in Melbourne too, but, right? Yeah, oh, of course. Oh, Melbourne is for Daniel, yeah. Hmm. It's huge. But you know what? Ferrari say that without Formula One, they can't sell cars. They've said that. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. They, say for, they say Formula One helps them. Yeah, right? of course yeah. it does. That's I, what I don't they, know. They make fast cars. They make fast cars, and Formula <laughs> One basically translates to their prestige. Yeah, Mercedes say the same thing. Renault don't say that. Yeah, but who? You, do, know? you got to think of their target markets. They're radically different markets, oh. right? Yeah, well, the person who's looking for a Ferrari is not looking for a Renault. And but vice Renault versa. makes some pretty fast Come cars. Come on, man! man. I, when I was out looking at my four eight eight, I was thinking Shh, I should get a Megane RS. <laughs> They are good cars, but beautiful. Looking. Is it the trophy? The tro- What's it called? The Megane RS trophy. That's yeah, like the, the beast. The beast. Oh, I, I, ne- I nearly got a Megane. Yeah, instead of getting the Golf, I nearly had. I nearly got the Megane. The thing is, I didn't like. It, it, it was actually kind of small. Like the seat was kind of that. That was the deciding piece of getting the, the Megane. Made versus- by Surrender Monkeys, mate. Come on, man. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, you know, we might as well leave it in there. <laughs> I will. We've already offended some religion yeah. and a group of a country of 1.3 billion people. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. So that's where we are with the state of play of Formula One right now. Yep. It's um, I, 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 the only big thing is, yeah, Hulkenberg, where's he going? Yep. He'll get a seat. I think, yeah, Haas. Look, I'll tell you now, if Haas keep Grosjean and, uh, and, and Magnussen, they're not serious. Gene won't let that. There's no way Gene had let that happen. Because Grosjean hasn't helped himself. It's one thing to have a really bad car, but when you complain about it every other weekend <laughs> and actually really deflate your, 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 your team, team and your mechanics who have worked hard on it, that's what he did, right? He's actually done that this year. He's demotivated well, whole, people. Not letting them go back to the current setup. No, I don't like mm-hmm. your current setup. I want to stick with Melbourne. I mean, that's a slap in the face to the team. That's so saying... Everything you've done this year has been, been a waste pointless. of time. You know what yeah. the turning point was? I can't remember the exact race, but during a practice session, Grosjean had an accident. He binned it, and it had a lot of damage to the car. Right? Then he had. Uh, then he qualified with that car after it was rebuilt, and then during the course of the race on the Sunday, at some point during the race, he gets on the radio and he says to uh, Gunter Steiner, he says. Uh, 
This is the worst experience I've ever had. This is the worst car I've ever driven. I just want this race to be over. In fact, I want to retire. Yeah. I, hate, I hate this car. Thanks to all the work that the mechanics that's, put in overnight, you fuck. Well, that, no, that's what Gunter mm. Steiner said. Exactly what Jason Relaxation mm. just said. Gunter Steiner said to him, well, it was no fun for the mechanics who stayed up to 3 o'clock in the morning fixing your, your car, car, then getting up early again today to, to be ready for the race. It wasn't fun for them, so I think you should appreciate what they did. He basically told Grosjean to go fuck himself, right? Now, you can't have a guy like that racing for you. I'm sorry, no, you can't. It's, it's bad. Bad and you know juju. He's, he's bad juju, yeah, right? he's, he's over it. And you know what? Everyone else up on the pit lane would have heard that and said, we don't want this prick in oh, our no. And this is what I can't believe. If you go back to like 2012, I think it was 2012, something like this, he was linked to Ferrari, Grosjean. Are you... I never liked Grosjean. I thought he was very inconsistent. He used to, remember he got a ban in Spa? He, he bloody pile-drived a whole bunch of cars oh, in the Belgian Grand Prix. That's right. A couple of years ago, he fucking smashed a whole bunch of cars on the first corner. He basically thought he was He was, was so reckless. F- he thought he was playing F1 2018. He did, he th- but he was so reckless. They He got about, what, two or three race suspension? And I'm Ferrari, and you know what? And after that, Ferrari didn't want to know him. After As, that, why would you want to no. know him? And the only and the only team that he was in Lotus, it was in a Lotus. Remember that? It was mm. a Lotus Renault. The Lotus Renault. I think it would have been 2013. This happened. He piled drove the old bunch of car in the Belgian Grand Prix. He got a couple of races banned, and Ferrari didn't want to know who he was after that. And Lotus then got. Uh, Bought, I think they got bought out by Renault. I could be all wrong on this bullshit. He had no seat at the at the inn. There was no place for him to go. And then uh, later on, Haas took him. Hmm. In 2015, Haas took him when Haas it's came odd. into it. The odd racer, odd guy. Odd, odd decision odd. to bring him back. Odd. Odd guy. But he survived, but he's done now. I'll tell you where he's going, Formula E. At best. They can have him. Yeah, he could bitch about the cars. But you know what? Wants. I could be very wrong. By the time Jason Relaxation loads this bullshit up, Grosjean could have fucking won the Italian Grand Prix. He could be on. He God, could have got on the podium, and he could be. He could be. Re, he could be re-signed for Haas. You don't. Who knows? I've got no idea. But I'd be very surprised. Tonight's going to be an interesting race. I can see Renault going back and back and back, further back into the field. I don't think they've got the pace over over a long a long run. As long as they can keep in the draft. That's that's the thing. On they that reckon track. their engine's okay. Yeah, they've got the power you, down the straight. Did but no you hear corner. this bullshit last night? I heard the, I heard this wackiest shit I ever heard. Apparently, Honda, with their stage four, uh, whatever it is, stage four engine they're bringing to Japan, the Japanese Grand Prix mm-hmm. later in the year, they reckon they're going to have more power than fucking Mercedes. They reckon they're going to be on par at, at at the very least with Mercedes. Did you hear this wacky shit? How, I, Honda. My question is, how the hell out of a 1.6 litre are they getting this much power? Fucked if I know. It's fucking ridiculous. They reckon a lot of it's coming from the fuel. They, they do a lot of stuff with the fuel to make the combustion better. Some bullshit like this. But, mate, Honda now say, Honda are now saying they've got parity with Mercedes. Oh, and the Japanese are pretty are good at that shit. Are you fucking serious? Look, if, if it was... But I smell If it was a Russian saying that, I'd say... Mm-hmm. Yeah, shenanigans, but it's... Shenanigans, uh, but it's Honda but, and... But Honda. I smell a rat. If you have a look at the, the rear wings on the uh, on the Red Bulls... Oh, there's nothing There's no wings, man. That, you know what? And even Horner's like... He does it at every fucking race. Oh, if we had more engine power... You know, well, we might as well put a fucking jet engine on the back of it. Absolutely no wing on the back of that thing. That, for this so race. what they're saying is, look, again, I don't know shit about aerodynamics. I know shit about any of this stuff. I'm not a mechanic, but that, they're saying that's because they don't have engine. They don't have straight line speed. They don't have grunt in the back of the Red Bull in the Honda engine. But that's got the thinnest 
wing I've oh, ever seen. It's next it is to nothing. So, when DRS bit, opens up, it's like... Mate, well, hang on, what I've had to look. Make, yeah. Do you know what? He's so thin, you can barely see the uh, Aston Martin logo on the mm-hmm. back of the wing. That's how small it is. It's amazing. I've fucking never seen anything like that. No. Yeah, even the Renault, right, has got more of a wing on the rear of it than, than, any, than the Red Bull does. That's insane. And they're saying it's because they want the straight line speed at Monza because that helps them mm. pass other cars because they don't, they don't have enough yeah. engine power. So they're sacrificing downforce through the through the Lesmo and the Parabolica and all the other twists and turns of that, that track. They're sacrificing all that downforce so they can get their straight line speed because they just don't have the power. Yet the same contradiction, but then they made a contradiction by saying last night, this is Red Bull saying Honda's stage four engine that they've seen on the dyno and all this bullshit at, at the Japanese Grand Prix when they release it will be on par, if not better than a Mercedes uh, engine. Are you fucking serious? And that's what the second most powerful, or third most powerful unit in the system. In the- I think it's second. I think it's more powerful than a Renault. Um- Pretty sure Renault, with their latest upgrade, jumped Mercedes. Well, Did they, they claimed they dropped mm. Mercedes. They've claimed a thousand horsepower. Jesus fuck! The Renault has come a long way this yeah. year. You know what? I wonder. What, I, I I often think. I wonder, and it's if buts and maybes, and it's all hypothetical bullshit. But I often think. I wonder if uh, how the Red Bulls will perform if they've got the uh, Renault in the back of it this year. You know what other wacky theory I heard, or wacky thing I heard the other day, off uh, Autosport. I think it was Autosport. It might have been at Sky F One. A bit mixed up with it apparently Honda are not committed after next year apparently they are not committed after next year 2020 they're not committed to 2021 no they want to sit back and wait for the regs as well that plus their proviso is they want to see if they can outperform the uh, Renault and see if they can get more points than uh, Renault got last year in the Red Bull so what they're waiting for is to see whether or not their engine is up to the par of, of the Renault from last year and if they can outscore Red Bull's performance from last year's season. Have they already done that, haven't they, this year? No, they haven't, no. Not yet. Not yet? No. So they're very close, though. I think they'll do it, but that's what they're waiting for. They have not committed past next year. A lot of teams, even, what's his name, Ross Braun was saying when they were discussing with him the other day, they've actually had people, other manufacturers want to enter into Formula One and they've sort of gone, no, no. That pissed me off. Just wait a moment. That, pissed, that kind of shitted me, though. Well, when that's the reason said, they lost Porsche. Yeah, but, mm. did, but this, that, I was going to bring that up, actually. I'm glad you did. So Ross Braun's there saying, because I got asked the question, there are apparently other teams that want to get into the sport. Would you entertain that? He goes, no, I think 10 teams is, uh, and 10 healthy teams is all that we need. And I'm sitting there going, but hang on. We want more. In the fucker. fucking 90s, we had way more teams than this bullshit. And it was way more fun. Why wouldn't we have at least another team? What if Porsche knocked on the door? Or Audi? Porsche or already so- knocked. Yeah, but they knocked them back. They didn't knock them back. They Porsche wanted more information about the 21, mm-hmm. 2021 regs. But why wouldn't they entertain the idea? Because Bra- they designed, apparently they designed and built the motor for this current yeah, but regs. What but what I'm saying is, Ross Braun's closed the door on it. Well, he's asked... That's what, he's, it's what well, he said in the in interview, interview I saw with him when they were discussing the cars and all that. He was saying that there are other manufacturers who are knocking on the door who want to come in, but he's told them to hold off until they've fixed up all the rules. No, apparently he wants only 10 teams. That's what he was... I saw an interview. So Ross Braun Why said... Why do you want to do that? I, I couldn't believe it. Ross, this is, I saw Well, that's interview. complete opposite of what he said in the... It was one of the Sky FM... Uh, Sky... F1. F1. Yeah, he, so he was in an... It was actually in the interview they were showing the new car. No. This is a different interview. Right, He's with Martin Brundle, though. And it, Martin Brundle said, well, how many teams do you want, Ross? 
And he goes, I think we've got 10 at the moment and they're all healthy teams financially. I think that's all we need. I'd rather have 10 healthy financial teams rather than 12 or 13 or 14 sick teams. As if Por- and I'm like, as hang if on. Porsche but wouldn't I, have money. But this is what I'm saying. Why would you fucking say that? I would, I would rather have at least another two teams in the sport. You know why you want more teams? So you don't have this situation that you've got with fucking Ocon and, mm-hmm. Nick, and Hulkenberg. They've got more seats available. You know, this is why guys like Hulkenberg may not be in Formula 1 next year, right? Or even Grosjean, as much as I don't like him. You'd rather have at least somebody that has a team that's got seats available. It's always good to have one well, crank, you fucking cranky have ass a- driver. Oh, you got to have one. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining. <laughs> but this is the point. Hulkenberg is at risk right now. I've gone. I've been, been gone. gone. Hmm. He doesn't have, at the time of this recording, he does not have a seat next year, right? At one point, Ocon didn't either. But if there were another two teams in the grid that were It'd financial and and had the and had the performance, why is that a bad thing, Ross? That's what I'd ask him. The more seats you've got, the more teams that people can barrack for as spectators, and the mm-hmm. more oh, more action on the track. Porsche in there against awesome. Mercedes. Oh, I want Porsche in. Right? You know? Why wouldn't you want I'd love Porsche, that Porsche in? in there? Oh, right. That's crazy. But then you don't have these drivers that get knocked out because there's not enough seats, and they're awesome, mm. and they did nothing wrong other than other than be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Hulkenberg's done nothing wrong in his career. No, he's, he's just he's just been at the wrong place at the wrong time, and he's never really done anything with his career in that saying that you know he's, there's mm-hmm. not a podium there. It's just middle of the field, yeah, middle but, of the middle but, of the but field. But that's not his fault. That's because he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Hulkenberg, I think, honestly. This is his worst season as a as, as a as a driver performance, right? Well, he's yeah. the car's shit, right? The car is shit. The Renault is shit, right? <laughs> I've been over it. It's a fucking disgrace. But at least Daniel Ricciardo has done a bit more with it. He should actually. I'll argue Daniel should have done a bit more with it in the races. But he's had issues come you know come his way as oh, well. That, that have prevented they've it. screwed him on. They've screwed him on pitch strategy and all sorts of like stuff. Last race. Why the hell would you sit out there for forty three laps? What were they on thinking? Those fucking tires. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? I don't know. They, he, at one point he was at fi- he was fifth. Yeah. They could have put him in the pits, chucked on a couple of new tires and he mm-hmm. might have finished fucking ninth or tenth, got some points, and they finished fifteenth. This is why Renault was dropping back through the. If we, there were more laps. So I, I want to know back. what the fuck Renault were doing. I got it does my head in, man. But Hulkenberg hasn't had a good year anyway, mm. right? Probably his worst year in Formula One. But that's not his fault. That the other years that he didn't have a good drive because he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. But what I'm saying is, I'd ask Ross uh, Ross Braun this question. Listen, man. If you had another two teams, Hulkenberg might actually have a seat next year, and not not as a lifeline with Haas. Yeah, what if that's, that is a what if you had a works manufacturer in Porsche that were competitive, right? Wouldn't you want someone like Hulkenberg to go to Porsche? I'm just throwing shit out of my ass. You know oh, what no. I mean? Like, mate, I think it's one of the biggest mistakes they made was not letting Porsche come in. I mean, not well, but not giving them more information well, to help them. They did everything they possibly could to confuse and and put brick walls so that. Porsche couldn't come in because yeah. Porsche were knocking on the door. They'd made what, the motor. They, I know exactly, but why would they not encourage someone like Porsche to come in? You know, fucking insane. Yeah, right. And and look, I tell you what, if what that if that's true, what Honda is saying, or if what I heard was true, that Honda are still waiting to see what their performance is like this year because they haven't committed beyond next year, and they lose Honda. What the? Because f- it's insane to me. There's only what four uh, engine manufacturers. Yep. Are you fucking serious? 
What, what about you know what the other day on on Foxtel they actually showed a classic race. They showed the nineteen they showed the nineteen ninety four San Marino Grand Prix where Senna died. Oh. But during that race, I took note of it. You know how many different manufacturers there were in terms of engine. Oh, what? way more than fucking. There was Ford. There was uh, Ferrari. There was uh, what else did we have? Uh, Renault. Renault. Who else was in there? You would have had Honda. Mercedes. Honda would have been in there with McLaren, wouldn't they? No. This was Peugeot because McLaren Peugeot. Oh, that's so right. So the Peugeot was in there. You know what I'm saying? So already, I've, and I've forgotten a couple. Already, we're missing a, a, a few, but there's more than what I've that are currently on the grid. You know? Yeah. Peugeot at one point were a big manufacturer. So this is what I'm saying. Why would you not encourage that? Ross Braun's basically saying, oh, well, we don't really need them. You're a fucking idiot. Sorry. As I actually really rate Ross Brunner. I like him. I think he's done really great things for Formula One. But what he said there, I didn't agree with it. Not at all. You know? You did actually, didn't you? What? I'm just looking back at the teams. Oh, back in 94. Benetton, oh, sh- Ford, Williams, Renault, yep. Scuderia, Ferrari, McLaren, Peugeot, Jordan, Sassol. Jo- Jordan Ford, it would have been. Yeah, um... Ligier. Oh, oh Ligier. Well, they, they ran Renault engines. Yeah, yep. I've completely. Tyrrell yep. Racing Organization. Yep. Shout out to Nervous Nathan. Booker, Sauber, Mercedes. Footwork, Ford. Yep, Sauber, Mercedes. Footwork, Ford. I'll tell you what, Ford. That's right, Ligier was Lotus, wasn't it? Yeah, but they ran Renault engines. Oh, that's just... Yeah, Ligier, Renault. So they ran Renault, at least in 1994 they did. But what I'm, see how many teams there were and see oh. how many different engine manufacturers there were? 24 starters. Why the fuck would you not encourage that now? That'd make more if money. If you had too. 24 seats available, people like Nico Hulkenberg wouldn't be sweating on fucking Haas. You know what I mean? He'd have more options. And you, I'll tell you something else. You'd have more young kids from GP2 who have, would have more uh, options to go into mm-hmm. Formula 1 too, right? Yep. So guys like Nicholas Latifi, who probably will go to Williams next year, maybe, right? He, he could have his pick. But now you're limited to, what, 10 teams? Are you fucking serious? 20 seats you've got yeah. in Formula 1. What yep. a fucking joke. And here, here's Ross Braun saying, oh, he has got a small point that I'll give him credit for. Back in those days, yes... Teams like Minardi, that was another one. Minardi were always financially strapped. Strapped. Jordan. Jordan were always a little bit financially strapped. Tyrrell were well. Tyrrell in the nineties were better. Back in the heyday of the seventies and the eighties, not so much. But in the nineties, they were struggling. Footwork, Ford. Their footwork were in there as well. Yeah, footwork. footwork. They were, they were, Brabham. Brabham's another one. Mm-hmm. Brabham's another team in the 1990s, 1994. Brabham were also financially strapped. All these fucking teams. And you know what? They're all constructor teams too. Yeah. Right? So the works manufacturers have actually done a bit of damage to Formula One. They've actually dictated the terms a bit too much. <clears throat> Excuse me. But back in those days, you had more constructors and they, they kind of were a little bit more lenient with rules and all of that sort of stuff. You know? Insane how many cars were on the grid back then. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Isn't it? It is. I'm looking at 24 cars. That's 24 brilliant. cars. People forget. Footwork, Arrows were another one that went by the wayside. They, they folded in mm-hmm. 2002. Arrows. And remember, they used to use an, uh, an engine back in those days, Asia Tech. Yep. I'm looking here. I'm sort of, I found this awesome website. And you can just punch in what year, and it'll take you through to that year in the Formula One World Championship. So I picked '84. I don't know why I picked '84. And looking at the teams, it's amazing. John Player, Team Lotus, 
Uh, where was it down here? Da, 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 da. The Tolman Group. Oh yeah, remember the Tolman yep. Group? Um, and then where was it? Just down here. Benetton Team Alfa Romeo. Oh, I forgot mm. about Benetton. Yeah, ben- Benetton. Benetton Fords back then, probably. No, it was Team Alfa Romeo back then. Yeah, but Benetton in the 90s were Ford. They used this to Ford. This is 80s. Oh, 80s, yeah. yeah. 80s. Back, you know, we had um, Barclay, Noridia, Arrows, BMW. Yeah. yeah. So way more engine manufacturers yep. too. And so a lot of the reason why that is too, they've always blamed the current hybrid engines on the complexity and their cost yes. to manufacture and re- re- um, research and design. Um, and that's true. But I don't understand Ross Braun's comment about I'm happy with the number of teams we have. Yeah, and so I would, that conflicts I would ru- with what he said in another interview. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you want a, at least one or two more teams, man? At least one or two more teams. Then you've got another two or two or four seats available on mm-hmm. the grid and you've got more chance for drivers like Hulkenberg to go somewhere or young kids like Latifi to get into Formula One, yeah. right? And I, don't know the, and I don't know the full grid of GP2. I don't know who's hot and who's not. Um, I, I tell you who's gone off the boil a bit is Mick Schumacher. He's he not wasn't a, on the boil. He's not having a good year. He was. He hasn't been on the boil all year. He's had no. one race win this year. Uh, yeah. Do you think he'll get in because of his name or because he's he, not as good as his old man? Um, they've already said Ferrari's already said he'll do another year in F two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they'll reevaluate. But I mean, that's just waiting well, for Vettel's contract. Really, well, there's isn't it? well there's rumours that they're waiting for. Uh, well, see, you know what? There was a wacky rumour that Giovinazzi was going to go from Alpha. And then Mick Schumacher could slide in an Alpha as a feeder team for Ferrari. And if well, Mick Schumacher would do wonders at, for, at, at Alpha Romeo, then maybe he could go and replace well, Vettel that, or someone like this. The rumor I've heard is Vettel's gone next year. Mm-hmm. Well, Vettel's fucked. I'll tell you why he's fucked. Because Leclerc, Leclerc is young. He's got he's got youth on his side. He's got age on his side. He's got mm-hmm. plenty of time for Ferrari and to sort out the shit. And he's changed his whole mindset in the last... He's- Couple of months. I'd say a couple of races. He's awesome now, mm. right? And the and watching I, him walking through yep. the paddock over the course the of the confidence. Weekend, the, oh. You know what? He's he's Mister Confidence, and I'll tell you who Vettel is. He's Mister Fucking Sad, Mister Grumpy. If I look at the Mister Men Complete Library collection that's sitting over here, shout out to Nervous Nathan. Go pickle bear. Go pickle bear. I'll tell you what. Fuck, um, Vettel is gone. He looks like a fu- he's, he's he's like he's a cranky old man. Shoulders are slumped. He doesn't look happy. Yeah, and the clerks, he's you know his momentum from no. last weekend. So you're right. Vettel will go at the Vettel end of next year. Vettel will go end next year or even end. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. you know soon. Yeah, but and I don't as, think, as you've already said, Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi, yeah, up to Ferrari. He's already a Ferrari Academy. No, Giovinazzi's out. I think he won't go to Ferrari. No. He'll go to Ferrari. No, Ferrari G- have been. We they have trotted him out all weekend. Even okay. Here's a wacky, 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 wacky rumour. Because last night they actually mentioned it for the very first time, right? This was on Sky F1. Mentioned it twice. Daniel Ricciardo potentially to Ferrari. Now, my last testicle, that, mate, my last my testicle is tingling. <laughs> the last one that I've got in my ball sack is tingling with anticipation on this bullshit. Fuck, I'd right? be excited now, for that. Now, they I don't said, know if he'd you know what they said to him? Go well. I'd say that's a problem. That's a fuck up. His personality won't suit Ferrari. No. They won't have his shenanigans at Ferrari. He'll have to Tone rein it, it in. But I think he's done some damage with his shenanigans at Renault and at, at, at Red Bull, right? Not not on the racetrack, but just in general personality. But maybe Ferrari in the modern era is changing a bit too. But they made a couple of comments. Someone said, oh, imagine Daniel with his Italian background or whatever it is. That is true. In a sea of, in a sea of red in a Ferrari. 
Imagine that, right? Ma- but, could but you, you imagine Melbourne if that happens? Oh, mate, oh, go fuck. fucking psychotic, man. They love Ferrari at the but best. They, they would literally but paint the town red. But they'd yeah. love him anywhere he went, particularly at Monza, right? Oh. But you know what? Here's the thing. Vettel goes, Ricardo's at the end of contract at Renault. Yep. Maybe, he, maybe, maybe I did say he would leave Formula One if Renault was fucked. I did say that. Maybe, my hope is he goes to Ferrari, but I don't think he will because he's not affiliated with them. I don't see Giovinazzi going to Ferrari. I'm sorry. He's not good enough. They reckon he'll go there to replace Vettel as a gap he's stop? not good enough. As a gap stop until Mick's ready. He's not good enough. So they reckon they'll promote Mick. They'll make him do F2 next year, promote him the, the year Schumacher after. Is the Schumacher name worth enough to the... Is it that worth... It, it is worth a fucking mozza, dude. Yeah, but... Is, it is worth a mozza. man. They would be best putting Mick Schumacher in an Alfa Romeo. They will. Let, let him, let they him reckon think. they'll put him in an Alfa Romeo, not next year, but the year after. Yep. Giovinazzi up to Ferrari. He'll do a year oh, in, in so the you Alfa. So you got Leclerc and Giovinazzi. And then Giovinazzi will go and they'll bring See, this is where Mick Formula up. One's wrong. This is where the world is not just. you got a guy like Nico Hülkenberg who's going to probably leave F1 or get a really shit seat who's way better than a Giovinazzi on any given fucking day, yep. right? And yet Giovinazzi just strolls into Formula One, bins it multiple fucking times. We'll probably get a Ferrari gets, drive. Gets a Ferrari drive and probably gets more podiums than someone like Nico Hulkenberg will ever see on any given Sunday. Are you fucking And all serious? just because of succession. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. And they, just, they need to free seats up, so they've got to move people And it around. goes back to right place at right time. Yeah. The only other thing that I've heard that could screw that is if Kimi retires. If Kimi retires... Well, then they'll leave Giannazzi. What's Kimi Kimi on? One one year contract next year? I think he's on a one year contract. So he's got the end of next year. Well, I'd I'd have to say Kimi won't see the new 2021 regulations. I think Kimi will call it a day next year. I don't blame him. I don't either. He's not, not, you know, he's younger than us, but Mm. in in the world of F1, he's old. Yeah. He's the oldest statesman out there. He's the oldest Mm -hmm. driver, isn't he? I think Kimi will have to, and he's look of a bygone era too, to be honest. I'll miss Kimi though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Kimi's brilliant. awesome. Kimi's mm. awesome. People forget how awesome Kimi was back at McLaren days. Mm-hmm. He was fucking even awesome. Ferrari days. I don't think Ferrari did did him well, and I don't think he did well at Ferrari. Still got a world championship with him. He did default. I know did, he did, and he actually <laughs> it's looked, like there was you know a lot what I of love? competition. Remember, was remember, remember back in two thousand and seven when mm-hmm. he finally won the championship in the confetti roll? He looked fucking more surprised than everybody else. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know what hit him. He didn't know that he won the championship. I'm telling you now. But look, I don't. I don't. I hope that Giovinazzi doesn't go to Ferrari. That's not fair. Maybe Ferrari won an Italian in an Italian Ferrari, like an Italian car again. But I don't. Dan Ricardo, though, fuck man, that's exciting if that ever happened. Oh, but it all hinges on Renault. If Renault don't pull their socks up in time, and Daniel doesn't feel confident in there, he'll go. He mm-hmm. won't renew with Renault. He won't. I'm telling you now. He'll either. I'll tell you what'll happen. Either two wacky theories. He'll either fuck off and go fuck this bullshit Formula One, or he'll luck it. And landed in somewhere like Ferrari. I'd love to see him in a Ferrari. So I'd love I to mean. see him in a Ferrari. So an Aussie I. driving a Ferrari oh. in F one. Oh god! Could, but, you'd make the turnout. You'd have Aussies flying literally oh, all over the world. Go, for you that. will not get tickets at Melbourne. Melbourne would be. You won't get a ticket. Yeah. Mm. You will not get a ticket in Melbourne. No. All the fucking Italians would be out there going with their little red flags. Oh. I've got a Ferrari flag here somewhere. So have I. Mm. I've got one too. Ferrari bag in my bedroom mm-hmm. cars, oh, and I look at it, and my my one last testicle that gets a, a little bit excited when I look at it, and that's the end of it. Yep. Well, I've got my shoey 
pictures up there somewhere too. Yeah, but that's. Tainted. I really hope that they don't pick it's tainted. Me. Look, it's too close to fuckwit. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like. He doesn't like a certain Red Bull driver from the 2010 era. Yeah, yeah. This is pre Formula One that I've got signed there. He doesn't like him. He never liked him. He yeah, never I, liked I, I him. Know he has Robert liked. Russell had a grudge against a certain Mark Webber for from day one. A certain Mark Webber. The very the very <laughs> first day we started talking Formula One. I don't even know how we started talking about Formula One. You and I. Actually, work. I can tell you exactly why. Because I walked into your office. This was before you moved up to the big fancy office. Yep. And you were down in the little shitty office. Yep. And it was Ferrari fucking bits and pieces all oh, over right. your I office. Ferrari posters and yeah, shit. Ferrari yeah, Ferrari mm-hmm. posters all over your office, and that's what kicked it off. Yes, right. You said, do you like Formula One too? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> do you like Formula <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to talk to me about Formula no, One? That's right. <laughs> and then you should get phone calls at work, and you're like, all right, let's get the bad shit out of the way so we can talk about the good shit. And the bad shit was, oh, it's fucking broken again, dude. Can okay. you fix it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know, man. That's really like fortune telling into the future stuff. But for this year, right, the only person in his Hulkenberg, probably the Haas, see you later, Grosjean. And I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't think anyone... He hasn't will, done anything no. stand out. He's actually... It'll be good been, to see Hulk and a Haas. As long as they fix... You know what? He might actually do... He might actually perform really well. And look, he might be what they need. They need a mature driver in there mm-hmm. to give yeah. them some direction. I think Grosjean and Magnussen... They don't get along. They don't get along. They're not doing their job as drivers either. They're not giving the team the, the feedback. technical feedback that they need. That's yeah. what, that's what being well reported. So no, And that's why Hulk would be a great decision to bring him in there because he's going to help. I mean, he helps it up. I'm not saying that it may have helped, but he's helped set up Renault. Mm-hmm. Not that they're super at the moment, but you know, it's he, he might do well in there. Yeah, and I think Gene would like him. Good old Genie. Yeah, he'll probably get along. You know what? It's probably a more relaxed environment than Renault, and he's probably going to revel in it. I wouldn't be surprised if he outperforms the car. You yeah, know? the interesting one with Haas will be uh, if they keep their title sponsor. Mm. Ah, that's gonna go, man. That energy, Rich is, Rich that rich is, energy is bullshit. That's another topic in itself. Oh well, he's back as CEO now. Is he? And he's the one who doesn't like it. Whatever his name is, the the bearded one. Oh, yeah, it's the Gandalf. He's, it's an impressive beard for somebody who's worth so much money. Yeah. How does someone look yeah. so cheap? Yeah, yeah. No, but see, that was all silly Homeless too. Like they were going to pull out of uh, the the house sponsorship because of performance. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. no performance clause. There's, as as yeah. Gene came out quite quickly and slapped him up the side of the head and went, well, there actually, is no performance clause yeah, but in they your actually, contract. But, but Rich Energy said there was a performance clause, but there never was. I'll tell you what, there's two sides to this story. Whoever actually signed or supposedly signed the Rich Energy sponsorship with Haas on the Haas side, should be fucking shot. Because they obviously didn't look at the, the, the finer detail <laughs> the on The dropkick run on the No, thing. they didn't. I mean, oh, we got a sponsor! Ah! Well, so, I think it's a bit like that. And, and then... Haas, I mean, Haas is big enough it could self-sponsor. I mm. mean, really, Haas machinery is just... Well, this is why... Mm. You, do you remember when Haas first came into the sport? I think it was like 2015, I think. I think it was about... They've been in it for about three years, haven't it's they? About three or three, four years. Two, three years, yeah. So when they came into it, everyone sort of said, well, how come your your, your yep. car's got no sponsorship apart from Haas on the side of it? Because we got money. No, Gene Haas said he wanted his his name and the brand of, of Haas to be the only thing you see on the on the car because that's what he wanted to sell. His tools. Yeah, Haas. Yeah. Haas tools. That's yeah. what he wanted. He actually knocked sponsors back. And then they got their big first major sponsor sponsor title, uh, title sponsor or whatever you call them, Rich Energy, and they're a fucking baloney bullshit company, man. Oh. 
And whoever signed that on the hard side needs to be shot because they didn't do their due, due diligence, oh, he man. he's a dropkick, that guy. Yeah, and the guy that runs Rich Energy is a shonk. Yeah, that's a third he, guy a I'm shonk. talking about. Yeah, but I'm talking about the guy on the hard side who, run, who oh, works yeah, in hard. Mm. Whoever signed that off. He just saw dollars. He just saw dollars, yeah, but he didn't do his due diligence. That should never have been signed off. They would have been way better without a title sponsor this year. They yeah. got caught out red-handed, man. Yeah, and I mean, what Rich Energy's in receivership? Well, mm-hmm. sorry, no, it's just come out of receivership, hasn't it? Yeah, but he's got back. He gave in the CEO ship, yep. and now has just got it back. So, <clears throat> and so- somewhere along the line, managed to buy a thousand. There's only like thirty thousand shares yeah. in the company, mm-hmm. and he's managed to buy back enough to put him back in a majority yeah. holder. You know what? I tell you what. I, one thing we can pretty much agree on and guarantee is that Rich Energy will not be the title sponsor for Haas next year. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that car's going to be black and gold next year. I'd like to still see it black and gold, but just... Oh, Lotus, man. Oh, the old Lotuses. I love the old black and gold. The yeah. old black and gold JPS mm. colours. Yeah. Oh. The, the John Player special. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, I, look, I could be really con- con- controversial here, and I'd say, look, the biggest thing that Formula One made a mistake on, but it wasn't their call... Cigarette sponsorship. Cigarette sponsorship. Because local governments banned it. But cigarette sponsorship, I don't think people really appreciate how much money they oh. provided for the sport. Now they Because as soon put- as as soon as cigarette sponsorship mm-hmm. disappeared, teams started crying poor. Yep. They started saying, Oh, we can't afford this bullshit now. And and all of a sudden people were like, Oh shit, what do you mean? Well, for years sponsorship was uh, the the tobacco companies were bankrolling the sport. Like Philip Morris, the amount of money they pumped oh. into it. Was it insane? Mm-hmm. You know, all the tobacco companies. Yeah, and even down to, I mean, you know, there's still one certain company, with well, one one certain brand in the Formula One that still runs. Yeah, well, Philip Morris, Marlboro, they still sneak it in somehow. Well, it's Mission Minion. Yeah, and if you go onto the Mission Minion website, it is basically just giving up smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's Philip Morris. Yes. That's that's Marlboro, that, and they put they sponsor Ferrari. No, they don't sponsor Ferrari. Oh, they, they put the the logo on the car. They, well, they own the outside of the Ferrari. Yeah, but they they put they used to. I don't. Do they? No, they still they still do. Don't they? They still own the outside of yeah. the Ferrari. But do they put the logo on there still? I can't remember. No, no, it's off, isn't it's it? It's Mission Minion now. They put on there. Is it, Minion Mission? Is it, it still on there on the wing? It used to be on the rear wing of the Ferrari. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and they, even when they did ban cigarette sponsorship or advertising, what they do. They put the fucking barcode of mm, Marlboro, pack of yeah. Marlboro Reds on the side of the car. Yeah, like, oh, but you know oh, what? I used cheeky. to. I, I know I'm being controversial here, but I used to love the the advertising oh. on the cars, like Rothmans, the Williams Rothmans oh. Renault. That looked fucking beautiful. The Camel, what was it? The ca- uh, Lotus, Lotus mm-hmm. Camel, and I, I, I used to like the. You can't beat the McLaren Marlboro, the 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 old the West, red, the no the red and white. Oh, uh, the Marlboro. Old Marlboro from the eighties. Yeah. 80s. It, yeah. Th- those McLarens classic. are beautiful, man. I mean, they did look like moving cigarette packets, but they looked unreal. They provided money into the sport. And again, people didn't appreciate how much money was going into those teams. And as soon as the rug got pulled out underneath them because of regulation, everyone went, oh, we're broke. You know what I can't believe? I was thinking about this the other day. McLaren do have Coca-Cola as one of their sponsors, but their sponsorship's so small you can barely see it on the side of the car, the Coca-Cola symbol. You know, it's on the side of the side pod of the, the McLaren. Is it? Mate, you can barely see it. Watch the race tonight. I guarantee you'll text me going, I just saw it, but I can't believe how small it is. That's what she said. Oh, see, Mate, I, it is see, when I tiny. Get, 
That's oh, what she when said. I, when I get look at that fucking McLaren, all I can see is those three fucking. Have a look at their race jackets. Have a look at their race jackets. It's got Coca Cola on their on their chest, but the actual side pod of the McLaren at the present has Coca Cola on it. But it's on a really weird place on the side pod, and because the colours don't work, you can't really pick the colour up of Coca Cola. It's on there. But what I'm trying to say is, I can't believe big sponsors like Pepsi and KFC, like in Indy cars. You no, know, Indy cars have got like you know oh, Target, Duracell. Their uh, sponsorship is massive. It's, it's insane, man. Like, and they got like uh, all the McDonald's, mm-hmm. like all these major M and M's. How is that shit not in F one? What what's preventing them from coming into F one? I couldn't believe it because I'm thinking you're all crying poor for sponsorship, but it, if I look at Indy cars, they got like M and M's, McDonald's, Target. KFC, fuck, you name it. All these big giant American companies. How is that shit not on the fucking side of a Formula mm-hmm. One car? Because and okay, you're gonna hate me for saying this. What? NASCAR is a fucking better spectacle at the moment than it F1. Is. It is, man. Yeah, it they, is. you got to. Are you talking NASCAR or IndyCar? NASCAR. NASCAR is the biggest growing sport in the world. I know it is, but it's I don't a... like the tracks, man. I fuck. I'm not oh, traditional. It's, it's boring. It's batshit. Yeah, it is. Turn left. I fucking Turn hate. Left. I can't watch so, it, man. But. In watching it from the background, watching shit that goes on to make those fucking cars turn left, wow. I know, but I'm a prick and I don't know what I'm talking about. But when I watch those cars and I go, mate, there's no talent in this. But right. oh no, there's plenty but, of talent. But I know, I know there is. But when I look at it as a layman, I'm like, all they do is turn turn left. You look, we you know? sent what well, we had Marcus Ambrose, one of Australia's mm-hmm. most talented drivers, go over there and. I mean, they took him through the ranks. Ford, because he went over there as part of the Ford deal, they took him through the trucks, they took him through the Xfinity, and then put him into NASCAR, and he still couldn't get used to it. Mm. He was he was good on two tracks, and they you know were the two road tracks. I, I, I agree. I just don't find NASCAR interesting at all. I don't find IndyCar that interesting, but oh. but Formula One could learn a lot from IndyCar, because there's a lot of innovation in IndyCar that Formula One lacks. I'll give you one example. IndyCar has like the big LED numbers on the side pods of the car, like the near the airbox, so yep. you know what the driver number is. Why does an F1 fucking do that? They need to, dude. Why do we need to do that? I'm just saying, why don't they? They because then you because get... if you're a new guy in there, you know to look at the top of the car, and the fluorescent yellow one is normally your second driver. Yeah, but if That's I'm stupid, a... um, no, I'm with you. I'm just uh, being a smart ass. Spect- if you're a spectator. Right, because I've been to races, so have you. And the cars right? go, You wait till you go to Singapore, yeah. right, Jason, relaxation. You'll see the car and you'll go, who the fuck's that? And they rely on you looking at the helmet. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help. Which you, you can't see when it's traveling. And it doesn't but help if, because if, if you look at, let's um, use Williams as an example, they're both running red fucking helmets. Yeah, yeah. right. Now, Lando yes. Norris has only just changed his helmet last night. Yeah, he'll weekend. stand out like dog's yeah, balls because he's got, the, he's got, got the, Valentino he's got, Rossi. Exactly. He's a big fan of Valentino Rossi, so it looks like the Valentino Rossi colors. But... If I'm a spectator in the crowd and I've been to races, you can't, you don't know which car's which apart from the teams. You don't know which driver within no, the same unless, team. As no, a, unless but, you know no. that your driver's running the yellow on the camera mm-hmm. point no. on the top. You've got you don't no know. idea. But in IndyCar, they've got big LEDs on the site on the, near the airboxes to say what number car they are. Fuck me. That's a great innovation. Why doesn't Formula One do that shit? Because that's white. Well, you know what? If it's universal, what's the problem? Mm. It's the same as cameras. Well, it's the same, what, it adds it's the same as TV grams. cameras. Yeah. So they all they all have to run the same TV cameras each car, so they've got equal weight. Yes. If they all run the same numbers and it is weight, well, they're all penalised. So V8 Supercars Australia has just bought that. Well, they're that in. trialling it at the moment. There's only a few cars. Mm. So it actually flashes up um, driver number. Yep. Mm-hmm. So your car number. 
but it alternates between what position you're sitting in on the race at the moment. Oh, cool. Well, that, which is quite a yeah, good well, That's yeah. another good idea too. So again, why doesn't Formula One talk about that bullshit? It, it, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. I watch IndyCar and quite often I go, IndyCar's got a lot of innovation that Formula One just seems to lack. I know they're traditionalists and they have to agree on everything for it to actually happen. But when I look at IndyCar, I go, well... These guys have got their business acumen pretty set up well because they've got a lot of sponsorship. Mm-hmm. They've got heaps of it, actually. Almost too so much. So they must have... It's a bit like a moving bill, uh, billboard of... Mm-hmm. And it does look a bit ugly, but they've got heaps of sponsors, right? So they're not crying money. They're not you know, crying poor in terms of that revenue, I'm sure. And they've got these innovations like, like uh, LED mm-hmm. uh, driver's numbers on the side pods. They've got all sorts of shit. How they also have the tower. I love the tower. The tower's cool. Yeah. Watching a NASCAR mm-hmm. or an IndyCar, yeah. they've got that big tower on yeah. pitch straight that That's tells cool. you who's in first, yeah. car yeah. number. Yeah. That is but don't such have, a simple thing and it's great But some idea. race tracks in Europe do as well, don't they? Near okay. the pitch straight? A few of them, not many. Yeah, but you're right because when you go to Austin for the uh, Circuit of the Americas in in, in uh, the Grand Prix for Formula One there, because it is a track that uses IndyCars and I think mm-hmm. uses NASCARs as well, Yes, they have that big tower. And that's not a very American thing, but it's cool as shit. It is cool right? as shit. And it again, makes life so much easier. See, this is what shits me. The Formula One uh, bullshit regulations, they're all about the performance and all about the track to make it for the spectator. But they do it for the spectator on the TV, not the spectator at the, the track. track. The track that, the guy at the track doesn't get the benefit of the TV coverage. And he doesn't, he doesn't or he, he or she doesn't get to see what car is what, what position they are very clearly. They don't, unless they're looking no. at an app on their phone. That's bullshit, man. I don't get why they don't look at Indy cars and go, well, why don't we put... L-? They're going through all this radical change now for 2021. You know, they actually Why made. didn't they fucking put... Why didn't they say at that point, what we'll put LED numbers on the side of the car. Every track has to have a big big column like the American Americans do so you can see the position very clearly on the TV. Oh, no. You know what I mean? It'll be another 10 years of more fucking debate for that to happen. Because you got to remember, Liberty Media is American. So why aren't they talking about it? Who knows that they are? Yeah, but they're not saying it. Well, they're not saying it to us. No. But this may be... I mean, they're not saying anything about the regulations, what changes they're going to make. Oh, they've but- been pretty detailed about what they want. Yeah. And so what I'm surprised that they're not talking about is those little things, because that's not a competitive advantage. That's a universal change. That's just a that's like the common courtesy thing. Well, I'll thing. tell you what it's mm-hmm. like. I'll tell you what the same... It's it's a bit like this. They've 100% confirmed the existence of 18-inch tyres for the 2021 regs. It's there. Did you see it? What? Did you see the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm all, saying. It actually so, looks really that, good. That's what I'm saying. They've confirmed the existence of 18-inch rims. Why couldn't they say we're also adding LED lights on the side of the car? Or shit like that. You know what I mean? Because it's at Monza. I know, I know, but what I'm saying is why didn't they talk about for 2021? Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's, to me, it's an it's a visual aesthetic. It's a visual difference, like 18-inch wheels. 18-inch wheels will change the performance of the car too, but... It's going to change the handling of the cars. Everything. Suspension everything. a lot, right? But what I'm saying is if they go through these radical changes, what they're not taking into account is the person that's on the on the side of the track watching the fucking race. I've been to races, and I, I can tell you now, you don't know who, who's who. You no, you've got no idea. You know, who's, you know that it's a Red Bull, you know it's a Ferrari, you know it's a McLaren, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily know it's Lando Norris. Yeah. You don't necessarily know it's Daniel Ricciardo. You don't really know. No, if you're somebody who's just... Been given tickets and turns no. up to track on the day. I know they put the numbers on the side of the cars now. But you can't but see they them. They're going so fucking but fast. But they didn't fucking standardise it again. They made a, every team uses different fucking colours and different positions and all sorts of bullshit. 
Formula One really shits me sometimes. Like, they're very, very clever in a lot of things, but they're very fucking stupid in others. Yes. Do you agree? Oh, they just, yeah. And when I watch IndyCars, I go, hang on. These guys have got fucking sponsorship coming out of their ass. They've got fucking oh. Duracell batteries, KFC, McDonald's, They are Pepsi. very American. Yeah, yes. but why... Okay, but apparently Formula One's got the biggest coverage of any motorsport in the world. That's what they say, mm-hmm. right? Coca-Cola's dipped their toes in the water with a tiny little... It's the fu- You laugh when you see I've it. I've seen it. I've just looked at it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious how small it is. Mm. Are you telling me Coca-Cola said. doesn't sell in Europe? <laughs> Are you fucking tell? Why wouldn't Coca Cola have a big fuck off Coca Cola sign on the side of the McLaren? Well, that's because and, and what McLaren because McLaren a year ago go oh we got no money. Remember when the McLaren had, McLaren had no sponsorship? Yeah, and they said yeah. we, we've got title sponsors coming, and they put Chandon on the, the the fucking champagne company on the on the rear wing. Are you telling me Coca Cola wouldn't do that? Coca Cola, I call do bullshit, that. man. Yeah, I don't know what the go is there. I mean, They're mean, promoting a wealthy image and oh, see, healthy Coca-Cola, lifestyle. Yeah, it's unhealthy. There you go. Oh, come on, man. Coca-Cola. Whereas NASCAR is more like, America, let's put on McDonald's so that, and KFC. The, that's they what you got to take about. But, but, it's America, NASCAR, IndyCars aimed at your, yeah, but your working it, class. It, it's your audience. You know, Whereas your Formula audience. One is more aimed but at your But there's no regulation. Rocket Russell, there's no regulation saying they can't have sponsors based on Food like KFC. No, there's not. But the demographics the car, that that company is looking to get themselves. I know it's all about marketing. I know it is. You know, but but you would think, you would think Formula One would try and be more proactive on this shit. No, see, because right? Formula One, they 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 like that a little elitist threshold that they carry. You know, we 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 are the echelon. We are the mm-hmm. top of the pops. We are, you know, technology doesn't get any better mm-hmm. than this. If we start putting Maccas on the side of the car, you're what's to differentiate it. us between you? And go, what, uh, how would you feel? If I must admit, I must yeah. admit, you're right, right, because I, I can remember famously Enzo Ferrari said he doesn't want sponsorship on his cars. Period. When he was alive, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He just wanted so, to skedaddle. Exactly badge, right. So Ferrari, it. for the longest time, had no sponsorship at all, mm-hmm. apart from I think it was a Jeep or Shell, which was the uh, and which maybe was a, it was an oil, oil anyway. company and maybe mm-hmm. maybe Shell. And then there was uh, maybe uh, a couple of little minor sponsors. The Fiat, only other one was... Fiat was on the rear of the car. Mm-hmm. No, Fiat wasn't on there until he sold to Fiat. Before then, it was Alfa Romeo. Correct, right? And then, surely, as time went on after he passed away, Marlboro slash Philip Morris or vice versa came into it and, and sponsored Ferrari. They, they were there before. Very small. They were, very small. Yeah. Not, not like McLaren sold out big time, man. Oh. They, their car was literally yeah. a Marlboro pack. Right, but Ferrari had a very small bit of sponsorship on the car because yeah. Enzo said, "I don't want the, my cars. Don't get fucking." Then you got well, you got to think. You got to think. Look at Sp- how how would you feel as somebody who is a potential purchaser of a Mercedes if there was a big McDonald's sticker on on the Mercedes F one? That's car? a that's that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I, it's something I didn't really think about. It's a very good point. You've, it, but when I look at the Indy cars, I think, hmm. How come they've got all this sponsorship? But, but you're right. Cars but trying to sell different, different yeah. demographics. But you're right. Mercedes cars probably wouldn't want Maccas on their cars. They want to look pure. Yeah. Could right? you imagine? And could you imagine the Tifiosi if they rolled out tonight the Formula Ferrari Formula mm-hmm. One game? We've got a new sponsor, KFC. Could you imagine the Tifiosi tomorrow? Oh my 
God, they nope. burn fucking Marinello they, they, down. They, they mm-hmm. would, man. They would. They, they would. would burn but, but Marinello team, down. But other teams, though, maybe don't give a shit. Maybe if it was San Remo pasta. Maybe, yeah, if, yeah, maybe but, if it was Red Bull. Well, I'm just, Red Bull's <laughs> a good one, but they, they're affiliated with something else. But, but Red Bull's Silly energy things. Yeah, but you yeah, know yeah. What? that's what I mean, silly I, energy But I'll drink. tell you something else. A team like Williams probably don't give a fuck because Williams don't sell cars. Mm. Williams probably want as much sponsorship as they, knew, as they can get. They're really pushing into esports, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is Williams probably would go for a for a McDonald's or some or a Target. Uh, look, I think something they'd be like happy that. for some, some serious money. That's what I'm saying. Williams would be a team that would be open to it. And they're that's not, why they're not poor. I was watching. Well, they the give the teams the option. I know they're not poor, but what I'm saying is they'd be open to more revenue. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying. It, yeah, you're the, right. The, the the talk of a takeover and Williams being bought out by other people that has been quite washed. Mm-hmm. They're okay. okay. They're all good. But they probably wouldn't knock back a sponsorship. Oh, they wouldn't from, definitely no. win the spot. So you're right. There I mean, we've s- got Rexona on the side of the card. No, that was last okay. year. Rexona's a great example, right? And this is what I'm trying to get at. There'd be some teams on the grid like Ferrari, Mercedes, the manufacturers, Renault, maybe not. There's some teams on the grid that definitely don't want their cars tainted by a KFC logo or a McDonald's logo. Mm-hmm. But teams like Williams probably wouldn't give a shit. No. They'd sell out quite happily, you know? And back in the day, teams like Jordan, when they existed, 100% would sell out. Oh, right? Eddie would have... Eddie would have sold his soul, man. Eddie Jordan? Eddie no would have sold his grandmother if he could get 50 cents out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an interesting debate. Not that I plan to talk about sponsorship mm. in Formula One, but it's just interesting when... The teams cry poor. Oh, could you imagine how much Coke would love to see a Ferrari Formula One oh, man. car in all red? Yeah, with Coke, with just Coca Cola on the, the side, white, the white little logo. That was it. That's I, all. I, just on the rear fucking wing, I reckon. Nah, look, down the side, yeah. down the just, side, Coke. Well, Ray Ban's on there. Ray Ban, but Ray Ban's not. But Ray Ban goes well with their prestige. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's not like it's you know a set of and what, Tag Heuer with uh, with uh, yeah, Red Bull yeah, Tag Heuer. Yeah, yeah. Watches um, yeah. police. Um, glasses with Mercedes Benz. That's right. There you're taking top top Carrera, top Carrera with uh, with Alfa Romeo. Yeah. See, it's all. It's not your yeah Richard Mille with uh, McLaren. Have you ever been onto that website? Oh, yeah, it's expensive shit. Wow. Yeah. I I don't, actually don't think I could afford to get on the website. No. Mm-hmm. It's product. It's just product. Yeah, marketing. It's all about prestige and shit. But it's some it. teams like Williams. They could easily put oh, a Macca's on logo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Easily. But I mean, I don't think. I think this is the other problem is how much is it going to cost them to get on the side of a Formula One car compared to a side of an IndyCar? Oh, it's going to be way more on a Formula One car. Because, I mean, sure. IndyCar is pretty, pretty much is England, is America. They don't really go anywhere else anymore. They used to. They used they? to come to Australia. Yeah. They used to do all sorts of they, things. They don't do the Indy. They used to do the Gold Coast. They don't do the Gold Coast. They don't do it anymore, do they? haven't done it in years. Yeah. You know, so I think it's a purely American market, you know, and you've got, it's the right demographic. Yeah. You know, where we can put KFC, we can mm-hmm. put Maccas on there and we're only advertising to, you know, this crowd in America. Whereas Formula One is more of a worldwide thing. So, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. I don't know. I just watched an indie race one time and I went, there's a lot of sponsors oh, here, man. Watch, like, watch a NASCAR race. Oh, it's insane. The amount of sponsorship, fuck, We'd kill for sponsorship like that in Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we could get that on our V8 supercars, oh my God. Yeah. You know, but our markets, you know, with what population of 23 million, yeah. which is the same population as LA in business hours. Well, they've got more than 10 times the population, don't yeah. they? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Well, anyway, you know what? I'm, I'm busting for a piss. Yep. 
That's oh, an fuck. L45. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, I'm busting for a piss bad. No bullshit. Have we seen anyone to say about F1? Yeah, as an update. Yeah, F1 yep. and you losing a testicle. Over I've lost the, yeah. a testicle today, <laughs> and I feel a little bit less, a little uh, bit lighter. I feel a bit lighter. It's like a load off my mind. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Jason, relaxation. You got everything. Any, you got it all out. You've said everything you wanted to say. I've said all the things. Rocket Russell, have you said everything you want to say? I'm all good. I'm hoping for a good race tonight. I'm, I'm hoping for a good race too. And I, I just want, I just want, I just want to be proven wrong. Actually, I just want Dan Ricciardo in a Ferrari. No, no, it's no, no, me excited no, no, because no, I don't think in Ferrari he's going to go well with a culture, and I don't think he'd be a number one. I don't give a fuck. Just one year. I don't care. Yeah, I know, but I just want give me a one year. Deal but you know what? Before all mm-hmm. of that, I just want him to have some success at Renault. I want to actually be proven wrong. I want to see my like success. The Xbox, full stop. Like the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty Connect bullshit that I was wrong with. I want to be proven wrong with Renault and. Dan- Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, you know what I yeah. said last the last time we talked to F1? I want to be wrong on that. Yeah. But I've got a bad feeling I'm not. But I want to be proven wrong. And I hope tonight is a turnaround because they've qualified well. But you and I will probably text each other at 10.30 and not <laughs> go, fuck this race, fuck, fu- fuck this. I can see it now. I can see it. Oh, easily. It's... Anyway. You know what's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. But until then, I need to take a piss bad. So we're done. We're done. Thank you, Rocket Russell, for coming in as always. Thanks talking about F1 me. and everything else. Thank you, Jason, relaxation for being you. Don't go or changing. Thank you for, for the two people that have been listening to this bullshit podcast. Thank you, Mum, for letting us use your basement. I'm sorry I ran it about the Xbox 360 Connect. I can't help it. I've just lost a fucking testicle. That's a rabbit hole I can't get out of, as well as Formula One. I keep seeming to talk about it, and now I've got no testicles to back me up on my claim. I feel like half a fucking man. In fact, I probably am. And I'm going to go home and check that my testicle is still actually there. I fucking kind of need it. Maybe I don't. Who knows? I'm going to see if it still works. That's another little fucking debacle oh, on me, Jesus too. I'll, I'll be getting onto Google to see how to make key rings. Yeah. <laughs> like a Roo one. And if, and if Rocket Russell turns up next time on this bullshit podcast wearing my testicle as a necklace or a trophy, like, like you know, those hunters we can make the it like the, the, they got um, the ears like the predator they got the ears like after they we can make it a perpetual trophy for the uh, invert the Y cast <laughs> <laughs> he who's pissed down off and off against the, the testicle yuck I can't believe I lost the testicle on this podcast I never thought that it actually happened oh my uh, god that's brilliant you probably shouldn't have flopped your cock out in front of everyone then I actually did do that this <laughs> podcast <laughs> That was horrific. I don't think Rocket Russell's the same after that. But Some shit you just can't unsee. But you know what disturbs me even more? The fact that he looked at it and didn't look away. <laughs> it was like a car accident. And Jason Relaxation went, how is it that in the genetic gene pool he got a bigger one than I did? Uh, uh, <laughs> poor old Jason turned around to get cops with a mirror. <laughs> that, that was the best bit. He actually thought he'd be safe turning away, but he actually saw it more because he looked in the mirror. <laughs> that he probably put there. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. No, it was part of the house. Oh, okay. Part of the mystery of his basement. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why the colour is uh, so fucking horrific down here. It's interesting. He never painted it down here. No, but no. we're moving studios. It's on my, it's on my right. to-do list. We're moving studios. It's all right. It's okay. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Until next week, you little fucking ingrates with one testicle. We'll talk about more retreatment and more bullshit. But until then, you can roll the buggies with one testicle. (laughs) 